quick pre-show note. I got a full body skeleton suit in New Brunswick that uh, if I wear and then put a gray hoodie over it, I look like Donnie Darko from the film Donnie Darko. So I put that on before the episode started and uh, we make continuous references to my skeleton suit. So that's that's why we do that. All right, here comes the episode. All right, Violent Countdown 160. Any guesses? Four? Four? Five. Five? Six. I hear five. You would make a good auctioneer, Keith. Yeah. <laughs> you should consider that when you're looking for a job. Now you're back. You don't have any excuses, right? That's true. Auctioneer. That's true. I've already talked myself out of one job. How'd you, I, uh, How'd you do that? <coughs> First day I got back, I was like, fuck it, I need to play Fallout Game of the Year Edition. So I went right over to the GameStop in the Duff Mall, and I bought it for and, a mere $20. And then they offered you a job? And you said... Almost. The no. lady who was working, it was only her, and she had to take a call, and she was like, oh, man, my freaking no-good employees, everyone know I'm sick, I can't show up, and I'm the manager, so I gotta work all day. And we had a little chit-chat about blah, blah, blah. And, uh, and then I was like, oh, now I know the manager, because she's there, like, every morning. And, and she, oh, and she mentioned, too, and they're like, oh, they don't want me to hire new staff for Christmas, but they never show up, and they're lazy, no-good idiots. So uh, I was like, I should just write up a resume. And uh, oh wait, if you're gonna take a picture, I need I need this on, full Donnie Darko. Um, I should write up a resume and uh, you know drop it off, and then I could work at GameStop for Christmas. And you know, and being, you mentioned that you like to touch kids. Yeah. <laughs> now being a responsible thirty-year-old, I mean, it's just you know, it'd be no problem. I could get that job. But then I started thinking about it, and uh, that's a terrible, miserable job. You know. I mean, I don't want to you know, work at a stupid GameStop and dealing with all these Christmas moms and just generalized idiots, and it's all just taking little games out of a little drawer and putting them in a stupid case and giving them to someone. Like, it's so beneath me. That, and you walked out of there with the Game of the Year edition. I That's mean, like, true. You'd rather do a job than that. I know, right? I got another 100 hours ahead of me. Easy. <laughs> in the capital wasteland. Yeah, I don't know. I just couldn't do it. I'm just like... I mean, it, it was right there. It's like such an easy opportunity. And theoretically, I like video games, but it's like it's like how I would work at a comic store again. Like, I don't want to deal with also, that. And also, you were saying that, you know, part of your uh, urge to work right now is that you want to, you know, maybe meet girls. <laughs> yeah, right. That's, that's true. not going to happen at GameStop. Yeah, like, I, I really... want to date the manager. And yeah, I really feel like, yeah, it's just different. Like, coffee has a certain dignity to it that... Working at the video game store, I mean, yeah. 33 just doesn't. Yeah, it's know? more like you're a drug dealer. Let's uh, let's move those chips. It's loud as shit. <laughs> just right next to the recording. Yeah, well, that's the other thing too, man. Fuck. So I got back from. Well, so it's Final Countdown episode 188, and it's 164. <laughs> I told you that. 255. And we got Picard, Joel, Craig, Brad, myself, Woo. and possibly other Keith. He's a little under the weather, but he might be about. So. Um, yeah, on the on the way to the airport, because uh, I, I guess my mom didn't know I was I was back home visiting, right? And my mom didn't know because who would uh, that you were home visiting? No, that I don't have a bed. That came up like right at the end, where I was like, "Well, I don't know. I mean, what do you want me to do? Buy a bed? Like it's so much money. And I just sleep on this little roll. It's fine." And she's like, "You know, my dog sleeps on a better." <laughs> like a thicker mat than you do and I was like How can I say like it's really hard like as much as I appreciate the thousand bucks a month half that instantly goes to rent every second month is a shit ton of power bills it's like almost impossible to live on what I live on so 
on the way to the airport, she was like, you know what? Why don't I bump you up to $1,200 a month? And I had to say, no, don't do it, mom. You're enabling the shit out of me. Like, it's one thing to s scramble along, but I can't take more money. I should be taking less. I should be off this. Yeah. I should fucking get a job. But then, <laughs> when the job, anyways. but then when the job looked me in the face, I'm like, hey, fuck this dumb job. Like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah. not, gonna, I'm not gonna take it. Yeah, I don't know. Take your mom's money, man. That's, that's what I say. But, yeah, uh, I totally would. That would be my advice, too. I totally yeah. would do this. We're thing. enablers, though. Mm. Yeah. No, it's not only that. It's just, you know, a thousand bucks like is it. not any money. Yeah, no, it's tough. So, yeah. I decided to switch careers, I think. I'm going to go into, like, sound engineering or something. Oh, good. This guy I met at a party uh, last weekend was telling me about the, uh, it's called NABET 700. I don't know why it's called that, but it's, like, the union for television and film workers in Toronto. Right. So he was like, oh yeah, like apply to be like a sound engineer or whatever. So I need 40 hours of relevant work experience before I apply to this union. So I'm going to edit the uh, the next several episodes of the show until oh, it's no. been 40 episodes. Cool. What, there's a problem with the last one, Picard? No, but you're not going to be able to use that in your resume. No, I'm going to have to find other Nigger. stuff. It's not going to help. There you go. <laughs> can't use this oh, one now. Here comes my work experience. I edit that out and no one's the wiser. <laughs> that is a good point. Yeah, this, I guess the actual content of this show could be a problem. And it's not a very, uh, it's not a very floral bouquet. No, it's not, a, it's not a professional job. <laughs> we should do this on the street and you can edit that as well. And you can show you like your street editing. Yeah, true. I wonder like, mm -hmm. if I had remembered to press record at PodCamp two years ago. Then I would have had that multi-track recording of us that I could edit it down. Don't put that on your resume. Forgot to press record one time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think though. Yeah, if you could find other stuff to add to it, like uh, when Buttons does his little short films. Yeah, like, yeah. start messaging him. Yeah, yeah just because there's like yeah, there's the sound section or the sound department. There's like four positions. There's trainee, apprentice, pad boom, one, boom operator, master knight, and like. I don't know, a higher one than boom operator. But boom operator is this whole other section. I don't want to be a boom operator anyway, carrying around giant mics all the time. Yeah, it sucks. Me and Picard did that for one of Buttons' thing. It's a pain yeah, in the ass. It's a lot of lift. I mean, I'll do it to get the 40 hours of experience if I have to, but... I wonder, too, like this class you got to take, maybe they can hook you up with stuff. I think they, they kind of do. It's like you... Yeah, well, even the website lists like two places that you can call to get non-union work mm -hmm. before you apply to the union. Yeah, that's cool. That sounds like a plan. Yeah, fuck being in IT. I'm so happy to have just like a light. It's distant. It's a long tunnel that it's at the end of, but it's so nice to see that there. Well, that's kind of like why I was discouraging my dear sweet mother from giving me more money. Is like, if she would just cut me off, then I'd have to go get a job and things would change. So I guess it's kind of like that with you, Craig. Like, they... They booted you out and good, yeah. <laughs> but now something else will come of it that is bound to yeah, be exactly. better. So yeah. I, I was actually thinking about this. I think our podcast has a curse on it. Why? What do you mean? Well, <laughs> our curse, really? Yeah. The, I'm disappointed in us. Sorry. Yeah, it, just the one. Because he already the, said nigger. <laughs> yeah, the curse of the final countdown. Oh, right? that kind of curse, right? Yeah. I mean, or God <laughs> curse words. There's several curse words. <laughs> or God really does exist and is spiting us for all our awfulness. Ah, uh, so. soundbite. I'm saving that. All right. Joel's saying maybe God exists. <sighs> no. Okay. <laughs> Damn it! I'm editing it again. Shit, man. I'm gonna archive that. Anyway, hey guys, my skeleton it's our new theme suit. song is just you saying that God exists. It's getting a little hot. You don't mind? <laughs> oh shit! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Take a picture of this shit. Keith is. Uh, Basically, he's taking off his skeleton suit so you can see his real skeleton. skeleton. <laughs> yeah, I mean, thank you, thank you. The difference is not exactly oh obvious. Yeah, There's true. more shading on this one. <laughs> oh, 
No, because like, <laughs> yeah, please describe this curse in detail, Joel. Well, it's it. Okay, it's this. No job. And now he takes no off the skeleton costume. <laughs> uh, Anorexia over here. Yeah, who's actually got a job right now? Brad and Joel, are you the only two? Mike, if we're I almost again? didn't have a job. No, he's oh yeah, that's box. right. Joel almost lost his job. Yeah. Yeah, is there a story you can tell? Uh, just no, that you're a no. dirty drunk? Well, uh, I will say this. Uh, I have been hung over a few times at work, which is not the best. But mm-hmm. Wait, do you find that we drink while we record? Uh, yes. I heard that uh, the way they test it is that you, whoever your higher up is, they take a sucker punch at you, and if you don't attempt to block it in any way, you're too drunk to work. <laughs> That's the test. That's the official test. Sounds like Ray works. No, <laughs> or if you um, hit the floor because you. Yeah. No, I just had a. I had an employee review that went really bad, mm-hmm. and it was to the point where I thought I was going to lose my job. So. Damn. And what was in this review that you were too hungover? Uh, or just that you're no, 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 in no. general. No, no, it was more. It was more like I was too, like becoming complacent there. Haven't you only been there like two or three weeks since paternity? Yeah, <laughs> but that's, that's probably yeah even worse is that you were hanging out with your kids mm-hmm. and having good times, and, mm-hmm. and then I go back and it's a shit show. So um, yeah, I really don't want to get too into it, but it was just kind of like uh, my my supervisor had some ideas about me that weren't necessarily true, and I. Take your drug lord. <laughs> Joel, you murdering rapist. <laughs> um, I've heard your podcast. <laughs> Stakeout, Mr. Stakeout. Yeah, he probably did. You're just stalker shit. He's the guy in Trinity Bellwoods. That oh young 14-year-old black kid took the rap for this guy. Mm-hmm. He was just buying stakeout. He didn't mean any harm. Yeah, so I missed this whole story. So a black kid was raping in Trinity Bellwoods Park. He was well, sexually sexual assault. There was a bunch of string of sexual assaults and I think it was a Christy Pitts, actually. Uh, yeah. yeah. And uh, well, apparently they caught the person, and it was a 14-year-old black kid. Because mm. they had an night. undercover cop get molested by him or whatever <laughs> was going on. I don't know. But they won't say exactly what he did, just that it was sexual assault. So we can all not pay attention, because it was probably just groping. It's got to feel good as a woman cop to be the one that, like, you're the hot chick that's going to go be the bait for rape. <laughs> yeah. Although yeah. My, Not uh, you, fatty. Not you. My friend Cal from Halifax, his uh, wife is a police officer, and she's pretty heavy, and they still had her on the fake prostitute the circuit, because uh, people will still try to pick her up. They don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I always thought real rape would be very, very hard to do. It seems difficult. Yeah, just get a grope and run away. Well, for, for skeletons like us, Keith, but yeah. if you're like a hulking guy with lots of muscles, it's probably pretty easy. Yeah, you could overpower a woman if you had muscles. I still feel like intimidation, though, would be most of it, because if they really are but interested again, in trying to clout your eyes, it's going to be just... Our, our weird skeleton bodies aren't very intimidating. That's why you need you a skeleton suit. like 6'6", 300 pounds ah, of muscle. If only you had some sort of skeleton suit. <laughs> Then that would be intimidating. So when are you losing your job? Uh, I'm Next not. Week? I'm not. I'm not. I've I've turned it around Let's and see I'm, about that. Yeah. So seeing as you brought it up, go into detail. Do you want to work with no, me at GameStop? Uh, in fact, <laughs> oh, it was GameStop. It was GameStop. I didn't want to get into it, but I wanted. I did want to talk about the curse because uh, you know other Keith went to jail. Um, <laughs> two of you lost your job. Keith has AIDS. Mike's Brad, been trapped in the McDonald's vortex. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of which, I was hanging out with uh, Mike yesterday at the uh, multi at the, at the multi-dimensional dot McDonald's, <laughs> and then afterwards, his fucking car gets towed. Jesus. Yeah. We. What is up with us? See. 
This is insane. What's up with Mike? Did you ask him why he hasn't been on Maybe the podcast? He in three has parts? Well, he and and this you can either cut this bit out depending on what he does, but <laughs> he said he was going to record a little thing for this episode. Oh, oh really? Nice. nice. So yeah, he emailed uh, well me and a few of like our other friends like a week ago. It was just like, hey, let's get chicken wings. I miss you guys. And I was like, okay, cool. But no one else replied, and Mike didn't even reply to that. So I'm, maybe I he's a ghost. Maybe he's actually dead. Maybe he's actually stuck in this Maybe space high continuum. Maybe he's a just keeping him away from all his friends. Yeah, no doubt. Man. Don't put that yeah. pussy on a pedestal, yo. It's nothing yeah. but trouble, man. Women, nothing but trouble. I agree. And procreation and the continuance of the race. But beyond yeah, that, those two things. Yeah, trouble, <laughs> trouble, and procreation. <laughs> oh my god, I'm just gonna burn through notes here. Uh, yeah. So. So now you're breaking up with Jen because you almost no, lost no, no. your job and she thinks you're an unfit provider. No. Go. God. You mean she noticed he's an unpit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you. Um, no, it's... So, as you know, I'm, I'm getting a vasectomy fairly soon. And, uh... I went what? I uh, went to the doctor. You make sure you film it. And you and Brad oh, can do, yeah. you can do dueling bangers. Brad has a vasectomy. Ask mm-hmm. him all your questions. I, I, I'm glad you're here. So, was... We'll did, call you, Brad did you Dr. have the doctor Boo. who was, uh, like, a little bit rockabilly-looking? On the east end uh, by the Coxwell Hospital. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same guy. Really? So this man touched both of our balls. Just, just wow. Let's hope. I know it's a, a slim chance, but let's hope he didn't so, wash his hands between the two. Well, so is, then it was like his yeah, balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, me and this doctor got something in common. Tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but he's never touched them at the same time. <laughs> That's true. What happened to your shirt? <laughs> yeah, I got to go take the skeleton suit off. It's just too hot. <laughs> so I took it off. Oh, we can't do this without you. you don't <laughs> so, leave us. Uh, so, 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 me, yes. so would you say the vasectomy makes you more gay? Or the same That's amount of gay. Because I haven't done it yet. I want to know. We wanted to know if he's going to go full gay now. Because mm-hmm. he's not, half gay. It's not. Mm-hmm. It can't make you less gay. He sucks. He sucks the dick, but he doesn't let them come in his mouth. It's on his face. It's not going to make you whole gay. It makes you fifty percent more gay. So at this point, if you're uh, half you're gonna gay, you're going to become seventy-five percent gay. Oh, oh god. I'm yeah. fine. No, you still gotta. But what if you're ze- like? I know it's it's rare, but what if you're zero percent gay? Like you gotta be a little more gay still. Yeah, absolutely. You need one percent gay in order to. Okay. Yeah. No, for sure. I guess if you're zero percent gay, you don't even get to the second. Absolutely. You one percent gay to get it. You know what really lands on our show? Fucking math jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Totally does. <laughs> um, I'm not even joking. <laughs> no, I know. But yeah, if you have any real, if you have any real questions, uh, yeah, no. Uh, well, so this is what I real found weird go. is like he's he's examining my balls, right? Right. right. So and he licks them, he calls and he's it like, examining. "What is this?" He's like, why, "Okay, why did you lick your palm first? Uh, I didn't. So he's he's feeling around there, and then he finds the vast deference or whatever, and he's like, "Okay, yeah, this will work." Da, da, da. And then afterwards, takes off the glove, and then ha- like. Shakes your hand. Shakes my hand. You had gloves on. What's the I know, but but for that split second, I'm just like. It's because you're such a homophobe. I, you can't even. You just touch. You my touched balls. your own balls. What the, what's know, on his hand? I know they're that's my gonna balls. Get you. There's just something weird about the whole thing. I wouldn't. I. Anyone can touch my balls and I'll shake. Well, he must like you more than he liked me because I don't think he touched my balls beforehand. No, <laughs> he was just winging it. He's <laughs> like, he, nah, he looks fine. Oh, and one left hand on the balls, Wait. right hand shaking. Did was your guy in an office or was he the guy in the alleyway out back? <laughs> in the office. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and the world's most unpleasant secretary. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow, you guys totally did go to the same place. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, Do you want to have a secretary that's going to turn you on before you go and get your balls grabbed? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Kinda. Do you get a final blowjob from the secretary before you go in? 
One yes. was we just I think that's what they should the last do. of your, your men. Don't tell your wife. <laughs> do you think there's anyone so homophobic that they barely can jerk themselves off? Probably. Because they can't stand dealing with the penis? Probably. Maybe. Hmm. You right. know what? I was just a dumb question that I asked that I knew was stupid, but now that I think about it, I was reading an article on Crack the other day about people's manias. Mm. And, Incredible uh, sources. I fucking love that website. Yeah, it's awesome. Some of that shit is uh, just frightening. Like, when you really think that you have insects inside your body, like you can hear bees buzzing and you feel like you're getting bit on the inside of your body and people cut themselves open to try to let the bugs out. I mean, that's so, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, if, if that exists, someone in history probably was just super repulsed by their own cock because they found it homosexual. <laughs> There's got to be at least one. I was going to make that's not normal joke, but then Brad made it and I realized I did that. Was a bad <laughs> because Brad made it. He just dissed Burn. me, bro. That's a zinger right there. Zing! Well, Save myself from making a bad joke by making a good one. <laughs> well, that's arguable. Uh, highly arguable. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't even realize that. I'm never going to touch my dick again. What? Yeah, it's pretty fucking it's homosexual. So what I mean, yeah. it's extremely difficult, I find, to finger my own ass in public because mm-hmm. i just like, this is gay as hell. It's not about fingering your own ass or grabbing your own dick. It's about how much you like doing it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Although no matter how much no matter how much you do or don't like it, if you like tuck your dick back and stick your own dick in your ass, that's just gay. Yeah, like what if there's the reverse? Like, like a guy that's so, so gay. But... So guy, gay that he fucks his own ass. So gay that he really just just like really just gets down to the man love with his own cock. He's like, Oh yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. I, Some candles I'm on. I'm not seeing too. any problems with anything you're saying. Yeah. Light a few candles. That's Joe. Put on mm-hmm. some soul music. Mm-hmm. Barry White. I yeah. struggle daily with the fear that I have bees in my dick. Depending on and I'm afraid that when I jerk off, I'm going to shoot bees everywhere. <laughs> like the dogs with bees in their mouths? Yeah. Or Bioshock. And sometimes, yeah. like, oh, I, do a little, I do a little role play. Uh, I pretend I'm a proctologist, and then... <laughs> It's not gay if you're a proctologist. That's yeah. true. Joe was it's just going to work. That's true. I wonder if girls do the same thing and pretend they're gynecologists. It's not gay if you're a best boy scout leader either. I, I suppose. Wow. What happened to you? Story time. <laughs> Molested by boy scout leader. Brad, no, go. No, no, no. no, kidding, no um, there was a there was a map of like uh, all the McDonald's in North America, right? And there was a map of all the Boy Scout sexual abuse allegations in America, and they mapped up, matched up perfectly. <laughs> Which is to say that there is there's there's a lot of McDonald's in America. Yes, that is the joke, or not the joke, <laughs> but the point of the of the infographic. Yeah. Do, do you ever hear that theory though that any two countries that have raping Boy Scout masters never get in a war with each other? It's not proven, but it's that, possible. Uh, yeah, I doubt that's that. probably true. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I doubt there's a Boy Scouts in Iran. Exactly. Or Afghanistan or any of these other Tao head countries. <laughs> we just call them the stands. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I have to know now if there's Boy Scouts in Iran. This it's a is... Christian organization, idiot. It's uh, it's is actually it? Mormon now. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was, ca- it was Catholic. It was like a British Christian organization. Yeah, no, the... You have to pledge your allegiance to God when you're in it. I, th- I think it still is in, in Canada, but I think the Mormons uh, ate it at a certain point. <laughs> Picard just did a little faggy Boy Scout thing. I Boy Scout salute. I was in Boy Scouts Picard, for like two months. you smell it. <laughs> yeah, the fingers up <laughs> the nose. Hey, is that uh, dip, 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 dub, dub, no. dub? Is no. that? Uh, yeah, that's that's cubs. Is, that's is that cubs. Cub oh. Yeah, I was in beavers, cubs, and scouts, and there was not an iota of Christianity the Wait, whole time what, I was there. No, I was wait, there for wait, like twelve. Really? Years. Hey, yeah. What's the dip, dip, dip? That's that's what you. It's a little thing you say. You put dip, your dip, fingers dip, away. Dip, 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 dub, dub, dub. Dip, dip, dub. So socialize. 
Yeah. Wow. That's open up your ears and clean out your eyes. <laughs> yeah. All when it comes to Boy Scouts, you can fuck their anus. This, anus. Sounds, like, <laughs> yeah. this sounds retarded. I was never in cups. It sounds like for retards. Dip, 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 dub, dub, It was kind of retarded. I quit it's for a also for... It was like invented in the fifties for fifties. No, it was children. like nineteen hundred. It was invented. It's not gay if you're getting paid to do. It. Oh, really? So all that like dip, 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 dub, dub, dub right. bullshit was in the nineteen Oh, I don't know when that specifically came around, but Boy Scouts have been around since like nineteen oh eight. Because all I know is that manual looked like nineteen fifty. Yeah. Like, uh, what's a Harrison Ford movie with the hat and the whip? That's the one. Uh, <laughs> Indiana <laughs> Jones. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Danger Man, fantastic. Yeah, Danger, Danger Man, Man, fantastic was a Boy Scout, and that was like 1908. Oh, Hyde Smith. Yeah, that's right. He was. Although I think kids in those days actually fucking killed people. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I was like, why <laughs> was I thinking that? I can't remember why this made me think of this, but just how. Uh, you know when you see in crazy gun-toting Vietnamese type countries that aren't Vietnam where they have those the, the kid soldiers mm-hmm. where is that Cambodia I'm thinking yeah. of Africa yeah where they got like cigarettes and machine guns and stuff I can't remember the other half of this thing but I just something about kids <laughs> or my own life or something made me realize that I would totally be one of those like yeah, every kid would yeah. I just feel like there's nothing even weird about it like so what if you're 10 years old with a gun like everyone's like oh it's shocking but dude you gave me a gun at 10 and gave me a good reason to give a shit about yeah, my gun I I'd be people. all in oh yeah totally mm-hmm. well I mean when we were all 10 I'm sure we all played guns on the street with like white wine toys right white wine I don't know you're good now Except that I'm drinking white wine. <laughs> That's really kind of out of place and irrelevant. Yeah. By the way, so let's quick, let's do our white wine segment. How's the cheapest white wine you can find, Craig? It smells terrible. It's, it doesn't smell good. What's the gasoline content of that? <laughs> Judging by the smell, it's at least 10% gasoline. <laughs> yeah, I would say. I've it's had a, that stuff. It's not the worst. It's not the worst. It's not the worst. It's, could, the, it's only the worst you could find on short notice. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it, I, there was, it was $8 sitting in front of me. I was like, okay, buy it. I didn't. I didn't actively. Where was it sitting in front of you? One, it's not the LCBO. It's not in a box. But there are plenty of other wines at the LCBO too. It's not like you had to buy this one. But not for eight dollars. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't have a job now, so now I buy cheap wine. Well, I don't care anymore. And that one was going. Are you for the best cheap wine or the worst? No, I just went for whatever was in front of me. I was like, I'm. I'm not buying expensive wine, so I really don't care which wine I buy. Hmm. Did you get the one in the two liter bottle? Yeah, probably. Plastic two-liter bottle. Yeah, the plastic yeah. two-liter bottle. <laughs> really oh, the yeah, other day? No, I, I saw it at the... There was a wine store up on Bloor. It's also $8. Uh, Bathurst, the wine rack there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The other day I was at um, the beer store, and a dude fucking just ran out with a case of beer. <laughs> it was amazing. I'm like... That was awesome. Cause I, I was this at, beer store over here? Yeah, and I was like... I actually had just like bought my case, put it in the car... And I let up a smoke, and I'm like, I'm standing there, and I see this guy, like, casually walk out with a hood on, and then suddenly his pace just quickens, and then <laughs> he just blows right past me, and I just kind of like watch him go. I'm like, well, yeah. you totally can if you get the timing right, because sometimes they just go into the back to get people's beer out, because whoever's mm-hmm. in the back is taking their time. And there's like, it's totally easy line to just grab too. one of the ones that are there, huh? Maybe that's all drink from now on. Ah. <laughs> stolen beer. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, uh, about the curse, uh, mm-hmm. I guess this doesn't, I guess my life since we started the Vinyl Countdown has been relatively cursed, so it could be true, but overall, for my past uh, six years now it's been, five or six years of podcasting, I went and checked my libs and stats the other day, my all-time downloads, 242,000. By Christmas, I'll be at a quarter million podcast downloads. Nice. I mean, it took six years, but and it doesn't really count Vinyl Countdown, because it's rarely... Delicious. You think you're going to get 8,000 downloads between now and then? Yeah, I usually get four to five every month. 
that was right. so okay. uh, I don't know it's like that's shocking to see it all together I mean hmm. like you know big time podcast get that shit every second or something yeah. but <laughs> sure it took me six years but that's a quarter million I guess a lot that's insane you can right? put that on your resume now quarter million podcaster yeah fuck yeah it's like bronze bronze podcasting half a million is over a million is gold wait is this your resume for the game store <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> I got a quarter million <laughs> and it's a quarter percent of a million Oh, no. No. What? No, it's, it's a quarter percent of a billion. What a billion. did I say about math jokes? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. That they, no, that they go down, you said they go down big on this show. <laughs> it was sarcastic. Oh, you cursed us again with you. <laughs> He's a robot. He doesn't understand sarcasm. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Zero, zero, one, 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 zero, zero. Oh. oh. All right. What did you just say? Uh, it's a, it's it, it was kind of insulting joke. to you. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be funny. If you actually thought of words in binary. So what have you guys been up to since I've been gone, man? A lot of like a long off. time. I've been dating a super hot girl. Yeah, yes, you have. Doubt it. Pictures for the website. Let's awesome. go. I'm I've not seen her. the pictures on the website. No, that's because you're a liar. Everyone note this. Craig is lying. He's not. Yeah, he's not. I, I met her. So uh, what's the story there? How'd you meet her? DJing? Uh, nope. I met her at uh, the flight attendant's party that she had. Not the one I DJed, but another party. Oh, is this the muscle chick? No. No, this Thank is God. not... Yeah, both those that really hot chicks I met at the same house. No, this this chick, I took pictures and they weren't looking. I'll show you later. Mm-hmm. I, I wish I did, but I didn't. I can show you guys pictures. <laughs> I just, they're not going to go on the website. What this kind of super, pictures? Super hot and the uh, I don't know, Facebook pictures. That'll do, I guess. Are you just going to use her up for a period of time, or you want emotions and shit? That is a very good question. Just, or, yeah, just emotions use her and shit, up. or use her uh, yeah, up? I brought this up myself. <laughs> Uh, we're we're officially a couple now. Oh, married? Days ago. Really? Yeah. Why? You got a problem with her? Yeah, in the no, eyes no, of the no, Lord. Tell me if you do. You're no. one of my best friends, so like. I don't have a matters. problem with her. I think that she she's is, a horrible she beast, and think she's she's not really really good looking. I don't have the same connection with her as I have with a lot of the girls. She doesn't seem mm-hmm. to be the same type of girl mm-hmm. that you hang out with. It's um even the ones I don't like. I felt like I could like. There was something to cling on to. This one's, I guess, she's still an enigma to me. She's saying she's too good for you. That's probably quite true. Mm -hmm. Quite true. I I mean, like, English isn't her first language, so, like, that's gotta help. She doesn't get uh, sarcasm, Uh, much like Brad. (laughs) (laughs) English isn't his first language. Where is he? Is he coming around? Oh, uh, uh, poor Brad. Uh, do you miss being on this show? <laughs> Never. Damn. Don't worry. We'll make right. fun of Joel soon again. No, don't worry. He's so fat. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, All right. So you're any dating, other questions about her? So you're dating this foreign exchange student. No, she's from Ottawa. Oh, so she's French? Yeah. Oh, where's the hat to throw up in? Oh, my God. Why do you need a hat? I hate the French. You can go on the floor. That's oh. fine. This isn't your fancy, like... Base or something, you have to puke in your well, hat. I guess here's the real question uh, if she was 50% less hot, based on who she is and how you get along with her and the good time that you have, would you still want to date her? If she was 50% less hot, or is her, or is her level of hotness a high part of what draws you to her? Uh, I mean, I don't her? know if it is anymore. It's definitely a bonus that she's so attractive. Absolutely, it's, it's like. 
probably the biggest reason I started to get involved with her. Yeah. I've been thinking that a lot myself lately. Just whenever I see a very hot chick, I'm like, yeah, you know, I've never had like a super hot girlfriend. I think it'd be interesting, even if it was a social weird It is disaster. interesting. Like that last chick, the fitness chick, like I couldn't just deal with her fucking boring personality. And uh, this one, when she gets drunk, she gets very hard to deal with. She won't admit that she's drunk, even though she, she walks in the apartment. She's just like, I just had a whole bunch of shots in a row. I'm like, you're drunk. She's like, I'm not drunk. I'm really annoying. And you were drunk, too. The two of you, I was sitting here with, with other Keith and uh, this girl, and they were both drunk. And we got to make up a French annoying. name for her. What's her code name? Uh, Monique. No, that's that's a Genevieve. fat black lady. How about uh, Genevieve? Jean-Luc. Me. Jean-Luc. <laughs> Jean-Luc. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Genevieve. Nah, I think no. Jean-Luc's <laughs> And isn't Jean a French girl's name as well? Can't that yeah. be Jean? Jean. Jean? Jean-Luc? 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 Yeah, okay. Marie-Claire. How about let's call her tits-ass hot face? Okay. What if she was 100% French, would you still like her? Well, I wouldn't be able to have a conversation with her if she couldn't speak any English. You could just say, like, rosette chocolat? Well, you, you said that in the last one that you definitely do have a line, because uh, Fatima, or whatever your kids called her, a uh, fitness chick. she was, was, was good-looking, yeah. but, but she I could was, not stand she, talking she, you, you, you couldn't true. deal with her. It's, she was it's so probably dumb, a fatima. Right? Yeah, sure. So you will draw the line if the personality doesn't match up. Yeah, and the personality's there. It's great as long as like she doesn't show up here, you know, half drunk. And yeah. that seems like it'll be a problem at some Maybe. point. Hey, weren't Maybe. you guys watching Monty Fuck Python it. and the Holy Grail the other day? Yeah, she had never seen it. What did she think of the That's French? Hey, she didn't. She didn't comment on the French. People. <laughs> I wonder if she knew they were French or if they just sound like they're talking normal to her. <laughs> I don't think they sound like they're talking normal to anyone. <laughs> I'm a fuck in your general direction. Why do you think I have this outrageous accent? <laughs> I wave my private parts authority. I don't think French people talk like that, do they? Not much. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly like that. I've seen that all the time. Go to Quebec. Your father was a hamster and your mother smelled of elderberries. <laughs> yeah, T.S. I never understood like how that. that was supposed to be. I gave different initials that I didn't know if you were saying the initials. I think that was. I don't know who T.S. I don't know. I may just use different well. initials instead of the initials. So you just Jesus. pick two letters that I don't. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see. Yeah. yeah. All right. Like, so your T.S. girlfriend's Elliot. name is T.N.S. T.S. Sure, we'll call that T.S. Elliot. Alright, so Jean-Luc is TNS. Anyway. To culminate, the sex is mind blowing. Did she like You're all jealous. Doubt it. It's very, very good. Have you electrocuted you yet? No, okay. Okay, then. Granted, Picard's probably having better sex than I am at the moment. What did you say? Really? Electrocuted. I don't know, dude. Oh, he's electrocuted people and shit. That doesn't mean Have you ever ever palpatine in someone? That's pretty awesome. That is pretty awesome. Okay, you didn't say that you're palpatine. Yeah, the wolf came out of my fingers and I was electrocuting her skin. Shut up. Yeah, it's totally cool. I don't know if you heard the last episode these guys recorded while I was gone, Keith, but Picard was in a fight with his lady friend. Oh, and yeah. The, that like, was half the episode. She always texts me good morning. <laughs> and she didn't. <laughs> Literally. Oh, yeah, I, heard that bit. <laughs> I mean, uh, come on. It's I mean, clearly the electrocution is on the back burner right now. You brought him really back down to earth because I was about to compare him to Raiden and say that he's like a god to me for doing that. I think he started off godlike, but it's come down to very, very much down to uh, Coronation Street at this point. 
But we bought sounds last weekend. Nice. Mm. After going to that class? Yeah, we bought a whole set. Do they have female sounds that you stick in their you little urethral? You can use the same ones. Isn't yeah. fun whittling your own? Is that like, uh, is that like buying dishes? <laughs> is that... Mm, I like, guess. You, yeah. like a, you pick out a pattern. Yeah. And... yeah. Ooh. <laughs> she uh, was there, yes. So here's a note. I was on some airplanes coming back here. What is the deal worth? Oh. Even, I, I don't understand people that are in a hurry to wait for shit. Like, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. when the plane oh, yeah. lands, why does everyone stand, stand yeah. up, get their shit, and then stand there for three more minutes, getting agitated? Do that? I've been on planes, I don't know, six, seven flights in my life, but like, no one has done that on my flights. They always wait until the captain's like, okay, we're ready to get off the fucking plane now. What crazy shit flights are you on? Every flight I've been on, people stand up. And every bus. And when they're even taxiing on the tarmac, they're like getting up, ready to go, undoing their belts, like, let's go. Yeah, I think well, we and even when they board, too, like, everyone stands up and rushes to get in line. Like, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. not gonna leave until the, I'm on it. The boarding, yeah, I've seen that happen with the boarding, but getting off the plane, uh, any flight I've been on, people have always just waited until they're like, yeah, we're ready to get off the plane so now. Were you going to Politeness Island? Like, yeah, <laughs> going to Thunder you? Bay. <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah. But see, so, yeah, like, I travel with kids now, so, like, the boarding is way better, like way more important than yeah. the disembarking. Fucking parents. Don't they just let you on first? Yeah. yeah. Well, they do. They do, but you still want to get in there before Those should everyone be the people else that are comes on in. Last, them and the elderly. No, no, because Fuck the, the problem is, is if we don't get in first, too dry. Then the people who come in are fucking waiting. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. But to, but disembarking, I will fucking sit in my seat till every last motherfucker is gone. I don't care. I often why that was right in my face. <laughs> I know you, you were answered your own know. question, Joel. <laughs> wow. I often I was actually people. aiming for the recording. I know you were, but I'm so like, <laughs> I often find people like you in the lounge, Joel, and I like make small chat with mm -hmm. you. And then when like you get called up to go, I just sort of keep chatting. I walk up with you and show them my ticket. They assume we're a group together, and I get on. And yeah, they really call like seat by seat, like robot. I roll or whatever, but like if you go whenever the fuck, they're not going to tell you to sit back down. Exactly. And see, and I don't give a shit as long as you know whoever's like with me isn't fucking rushing me because that's like it's stressful. Yeah, why rush? The plane's going to leave when it leaves, like yeah. when people are on the plane. So don't push and fucking. And like, well, you know, when I was like a, a single human, um, <laughs> that, that was like even that was stressful enough. And now that I like, I have like other fucking offspring with me. It's it's yeah, it's nuts. Flying. Well, you Ugh. know, like if everybody gets up at once, like the the fear that they're going to rush the cockpit makes them get rush everything. The uh, every, makes them get everything uh, faster. Uh, so he said rush the cockpit. Yes, Can we did. edit out the word pit at the end of what he said? <laughs> <laughs> it's up to him, I guess. Right? It is up to me. Oh yeah, he keeps looking over at Keith. Nigger. Have Hello. you embroidered a, like a, an emblem, like a crest yet for the clan? Uh, yeah, I think it's uh, it's it's got a beer. Uh, couched on a field of indie rock. Mm. Two cocks rampant. <laughs> yeah. Did you say a field of indie rock? <laughs> yes, I did. That's awesome. I would like to see what that looks like. I need to see this I, I'll see what I can do. Well, I had various, various hyper intelligent thoughts when I, while I was on I'm sure this they were, airplane. Keith. Such as uh, I had to leave to get back here cheap. It was like 200 bucks. It was a really cheap flight to get uh, back here cheap. I had to leave early in the morning. So we were racing the sun. $200? Yeah. That's from, crazy. It's like a grand yeah. to get to Thunder Bay from here. Yeah, it was a good deal, right? I mean, it instantly jumps up to like 600 if you don't leave at 5.30 in the morning, but there's that one early flight mm. that is, yeah. The red just, eye. Why the fuck would you spend $1,000 to go to Thunder Bay from here? Why well, I used to live near there, so that would be why. Yeah. Still. You know, now that I've just come back from my hometown, I don't consider that a good enough reason anymore. From now on, anyone wants to see me, they can come Well, no, I get Christmas presents when I go back, so. Oh, no, I see. That's the thing. Yeah, I did get my $400 glasses. Yeah. 
Physical goods are expensive. worth things. That is true. So uh, you could save up for them too. Now that he gets yeah. the extra money now, yeah, he could. That's a good point. But he had to go there to get the extra money. Wait, so is your mom giving you the extra money? Don't Even tell you work, I could pay more rent. I mean, but, I, no, are, he's already paying the rent that he's required to pay. Well, yeah, but I mean, then if the you know if I check my bank account, there's an extra two hundred dollars. I mean. What are you going to do? I'm not going to give Mail it back, back or something, <laughs> but I'm not going to ask her for it. Okay. So we'll see next month what happens when mm-hmm. she gives you your money. Yeah, whatever. 200 bucks makes no difference. But like, you, you wouldn't even feel that, that extra 200 bucks. Like, you wouldn't be like, oh my god, I'm so rich. That's an extra 10 packages of ramen noodles. Yeah. That's a, that's but, but a 20% saying, raise right there. That's, uh, you, that's you'd pretty feel good. That. You'd feel that. You'd feel it, but it wouldn't be you like wouldn't I'm jump never like you won the lottery. Yeah, no, yeah he's yeah. not buying a new iPad Minis. Yeah. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Apparently he's okay. buying. Huh. All right, let's go buy. Apparently he's <laughs> buying ten dollar packages of ramen noodles. Yeah, I know. What the fuck? Noodles you Holy shit! All right, only the high the hog here. <laughs> With the gold flakes in a separate package, mm-hmm. <laughs> sprinkle on. It's four hundred packages of ramen noodles. <laughs> Who but, knows how much these things cost? You know, after I got back from New York, I was extremely, you know, uh, down with the plan of let's go back home, sort out some family shit, come back here, get a job. Hey, you said you even spent some time with your brother, right? Little, but uh, but now that I'm back here, yeah, just like the (laughs) yeah, I saw saw that too. After the after the trauma and horror of going back home, I'm really not feeling like getting a job now. (laughs) What was the worst part? The town or the people? Uh, well, it's I guess the difference with like I really had a bad time in my hometown, but but on the other hand, I went back with Matt and Chris, and they were both like, "Yay, we're back home!" Like I think a lot of it depends on your family situation. But yeah, just instantly my parents are fighting and they got these yappy dogs that I hate so bad. And my brother's still just a mess and my cousin's a pain in the ass. Like, it's just, ugh. Did your brother seem like more or less of a mess or like the same amount of mess as the last time you saw him? I mean, I think basically he's the same as he was about three years ago, which is better than he was 10 years ago. But everything is identical. Like, it could have been... With no exaggeration, three minutes. Nothing's changed, gone. except that stop sign that they got. Yeah, like a couple little new restaurants in town yeah. or a place burned down. But as far as any people that I know, every single minute detail of their life situation is exactly the same. They're all wearing the same dirty baseball caps. Oh, it's just, it was driving me crazy. Have you ever Wind noticed this, Brad? How, uh, just, <laughs> yeah, just like ball caps and just like windbreakers or whatever. Like that <laughs> shitty East Coast, just scummy dude look. It's... 80% penetration. Oh, I know what the problem is. Yeah, see, I was, I There's know, a lot I was of wind. Wait, so, so wait, 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 wait. What's 80% penetration? Uh, just oh, every, sorry, you bend over. Yeah. Every person <laughs> looks the same. Every guy. And it is worse on the north side. Yeah, but, the, yeah the more and, I think uh, of it, that's a real big... But, like, Keith, I'm not going to warn you again about math jokes. And our, uh, our good friend Ray Ray Noof Noof was back in one of the maritime provinces. I'm not going to make a mistake by saying Nova Scotia or New Brunswick, but she was in Newfoundland. For God's sake. Ray Ray Noof Noof. Why do you think we call her that? Yeah. Because kind of, <laughs> so, yeah, so, she said the same thing. She's like, every old man looks like my dad, and every old woman looks like my yeah. mom. I don't know how there to find this, them in a crowd. So oh. describe this look, by the way. There was this amazing moment. Val just got a looking moment where, and we were on the south side. We we're at the fish and chip place, you know, by the Tim Hortons on the south side. You know where the racetrack is. Oh yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. oh, uh, I can confirm this story. Williams, yeah. I wish I had had a camera so bad because my dad was in line, and the guy in front of him and the guy behind him all looked exactly the same like they all just have the same stupid ball cap that is just whatever random one they got like could be alpine because they gave you a free one and, mm-hmm. you know? yeah, yeah. and just just some shitty coat and and even the ages where 
the young guys at least have a little bit of a sort of douchey sports bar no fear look to go with their ball cap and their sure, gay their fucking no fear shit. ball cap. <laughs> but but then as you get older, it's a total like your face gets a little ruddier, your belly gets bigger. It's this perfect curve that everyone follows. It's just I, after uh, you see fifty people in one day that look like this, it's not okay anymore. I met this guy at a at, at a party on Friday. And uh, he's not from New Brunswick, but he said he spent, like, a few years there. And just my gut reaction was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I, yeah. I was like, oh, that's, that's too bad. I'm so sorry for you. And his, he was genuinely, like, confused by that. He was offended. I was like, oh, well, uh, uh, never was, mind then. <laughs> it was nice to spend a solid... Because I guess I spent three years away before when I was in Vancouver. But then I'd only been in Vancouver and New Brunswick, and I still didn't have a very good sense of stuff. Where this time, my three years away... I've been to New York a bunch of times, Montreal a bunch of times, the rest of the time here, went to D.C., DC Baltimore, yeah. all that. So well, now Baltimore is back, not all that, from what I hear. Uh, yeah, I mean, the part I went to was okay, but I think it was specifically chosen as <laughs> the one part that wasn't garbage. Boston, right? Yeah, and then going back now is just like, there is literally not one thing I can think of that's better about Fredericton, New Brunswick, than, than Toronto. Not one thing. I can think of one thing. Skeleton suits? That's right. Oh, <laughs> you got it. Ding, 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 ding. That's true. I did find the skeleton suit there. No, it's just the whole... Uh, Only because they're so culturally ignorant that no one else bought it. Like, when, no. I, when I first got there, I was downtown Saturday afternoon, went to the stupid little market, and uh, went to the one-second cup in the whole city. And I was like, oh, I hope it's not too busy. I mean, it is Saturday afternoon. No one. There's like three people there. It's just a ghost town, and anyone that is there is like old. Like usually around our neighborhood, because we live near Parkdale, I feel like I'm on the older end of this spectrum of being part of this whole little demographic we're in. I always felt young in Fredericton. Always. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. old. That is kind of the problem. Because you get things like Twitter and, and cell phones and... I don't know, oh. haircuts, whatever. I think they it make is, Twitter there. And did you hear, Brad, <laughs> That's that, the one thing I like, that, the buses, they're just done. No yeah, more buses. No, I, I heard about that, and that is. Well, you got a stop sign now. They're trying. No, I mean no buses into the province. You <laughs> yeah, you can only you can either have a stop sign or you can have buses. Yeah, pick one. There are going to be buses again. It's in fact the buses haven't even run out. Like they, you know, there are going to be buses. It's just that the main provider of buses to both New Brunswick and Nova Scotia, they they're going tits up apparently and. Yeah, uh, it's just a question of what... They're just going to have to deregulate it in order to actually get buses like in between the major cities again, and then the other places can go fuck themselves. Right. So how do you think Stephen Harper can solve this issue? Oh, okay. by sucking my balls. I don't think he's going to do that, though. See, no. that's the problem. No, he's too That's why the Maritimes are always going to get fucked, because they're not willing to suck some balls. But anyway, that place is terrible garbage. I've never felt less like I belong there. I hate it. There, I, I didn't know about this, but that guy that I mentioned that I met at this party was talking about how there was this big strike uh, regarding like tuition hikes or some shit, and the whole government striked or some well, shit. Well, that was in Quebec last yeah. night. Yeah. Was it? That's yeah. what, just what this guy at this party was telling me. I don't know anything about well, anything. Well, he is from there, so he's probably an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> was yeah. he wearing a baseball cap and a windbreaker? No. Maybe. Maybe a baseball cap, but not a windbreaker. Well, there you go. That's the first step to identifying idiots is baseball caps. It's extra weird, too, because, like, when you just grow up there and you're there for a long time, like, you, you know, you feel a sense of permanence or, like, it's a thing that matters and you're there or whatever. But not only did we drive in from Quebec, so we just drove through all these woods into this little town, and then the next day I left to go to St. Andrews, so we're back in a car, back out. 
just being it's in and out like that awesome. so quickly you just realize like it's it's nothing it's a little tiny piece of nothing garbage shit in the middle of a bunch of woods like it just has no pull anymore on me no tractor pull at all hmm. yeah like racism aside <laughs> quebec's all right but you hey, there are lots of tractor pulls like, we don't need anything past racism quebec. french isn't a race yes it is what no it's not what? No, they're largely they're white people. Races. No, no, the Acadians are inbred enough to, to count as a race? A, a race. Yeah, that's crazy. No, I think he's saying that the Quebecers are racist. No, no, no I'm saying that I'm racist. I don't know what's going uh, on against Quebecers. So, would you say America is the more poor, or where you're from is more poor? <laughs> uh, yeah, where can you take a bus to? Anywhere in the mainland of America or New Brunswick? You know, New Brunswick, like, right? <laughs> like, no. there's just it's a. No? No, it's uh, it's it's absolutely bananas. Like when we went out to, it wasn't even St. Andrews itself. It was outside St. Andrews, and just like seeing these people's houses, like they're literal shacks. And I'm just like, fuck. With fuck tar paper that. or something better? Yeah, I don't know. Probably not actually tar paper, but uh, I mean, it just, is the woods, right? <laughs> but it is Canada, so they got to be insulated with something. But, Probably uh, moose meat. Mm, I would assume. But yeah, I could complain for hours and hours. So just to wrap up, though, uh, I used to, you know, feel a certain, like, uh, oh, it's a shame that, you know, like, my parents are in this dumb marriage and this crappy job they don't seem to like in this dumb town and whatever. But seeing how insanely identical things were after three years gone, I just don't feel bad for them anymore because that can't be an accident. Like, you are building your own stupid prison when it's that the same. Like, it's just... is crazy. No, and... Yeah, yeah, like beautiful building your own stupid prison. If you feel trapped in a place, you leave. Everybody can do it. It's yeah, not hard. It's not hard at all. Hard <laughs> it's, like, it's not feeling. No. Especially yeah. people like your parents who like they have to be well above the average income for that province. Like it's yeah, not oh, just take up a move. They're stupid fucking fighting all the time. It's like just get divorced. What's the matter with you? <laughs> like what the fuck is this? Yeah, that's just miserable. That oh, they're like Sonny and Cher. They don't want to queer the deal. <laughs> queer. <laughs> oh, that Chaz Bono. Such a queer. Let's take a break. No. Yeah, you feel like a cigarette there, Joe? Yeah. All right, let's all Hold smoke. Up. We're Woo! all smoking now. Yeah. Nicotine train. Woo hoo. The Vitamin Grab Slice. You, 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 you Well, so we're back. Cancer of the prick, you say? Cancer of the prick. So I just googled, googled cancer of the prick, and the Yahoo answers that came up. Uh, so the question is: I got cancer of the prick. What to do? Best answer: First thing, learn the correct word equals penis. Second, <laughs> might want to see a urologist who treats pricks. I would recommend sooner <laughs> than later. <laughs> so if you think you got prick cancer, see a doctor is basically what Yahoo answers. I, I was surprised that Al Pacino didn't yeah. come up first. That was the third result. Was Donnie Brasco was the third result that came up in the Google search. So don't cut it off is what you're saying. Well, the urologist might tell you to cut mm, off. Just the cancery part. Mm-hmm. There nice. we go. Curse of the vinyl countdown. <laughs> I think it's the class. Vinyl count class. So uh, before we left for intermission, I never got to say my stupid idea. So I was on this airplane, right, early in the morning, 
flying. <laughs> Something dead inside. Of me. Oh god, that's oh, that's horrible. Oh, it took fuck. a second, but like, man, you Keith, listeners Keith can has smell, been very sick. smell right now. <laughs> Keith is a sick man. Oh god, that's pretty bad. Oh, you you <laughs> have cancer of the prick. Oh Jesus, it's like it's fever. Oh my god, it's oh. <laughs> oh, you know what I think it's starting to dissipate. <laughs> oh. No. No. <laughs> lingering. You're not tricking me. Oh. I'm doing the show from here now. <laughs> it smells like everyone's gone. It smells oh. like if you left ginger beef in like <laughs> in the inside of a package of sour cream and onion potato chips. Greg just sprayed the natural enemy of sickness parts, Axe, Axe. body spray. It's <laughs> not a great smell, but it's a hell of a lot better than what we were just uh, doing. Yeah, that's, that's, Axe from here. That is a lot better. It's like a bouquet of yeah. beautiful, uh, bouquet of beautiful male <laughs> chemicals. If that came out of someone's ass when they farted, would you be more or less concerned with what I just did? I'm like, very concerned. I, I think I would be okay. Did. If you, oh, you mean if Axe came out of someone's ass? If Axe came out of my ass. I'd be pretty concerned with that, because that doesn't make any goddamn sense. Wait, who At least here has Axe? I have Axe. Okay, never mind. Hey. Wow, surprise. Hey. Well, yeah, he's dating a hot chick, so apparently the ads work. He's our Schmidt. Mm-hmm. The ads convince hot chicks that, uh, to date. That's what the ads do. You don't watch TV, Brad. No, that's true. Yeah. You know what? Anyone here watch The New Girl? New Girl yeah. with, uh... Yeah, only the episodes I've watched with you, and I like it. I'm gonna watch more. I think me and Craig and other Keith together all are Schmitty. Schmidt-like. Schmidt's the breakout character in this Fox hilarious program. He's the fat guy who got buff. Yeah, because, uh, Craig has the axe. That's clearly a little bit, mm-hmm. uh... On the uh, caring a little bit too much about your. I suddenly wish I hadn't sprayed so much of your douchebag self. Yeah, it's terrible. And uh, and then, but Keith's got the playa, the hitting on the chicks and the knowing what to say stuff. That Schmidt, you know, he's as much as a douchey as he's good at that. But he's also the homemaker who cleans up the place. And uh, then I got that side. I mean, I'm not great at it, but this place was a little suckier when I was gone. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, um, I never got to finish my thing. So, so what's I'm, the deal with airplanes? I'm on the airplane and I'm flying and I'm watching the sun catch up to me, right? I'm racing against the sun. And I was thinking, what if you were a super rich vampire and you built a flying base that constantly flew around the earth so you could be Stay in the darkness the sun? Oh, all the time? Huh. Awesome. Not as awesome as that movie uh, 30 Days a Night where the vampires go to fucking Alaska where they got a month of nighttime. Yeah, that that's does make genius. a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah, that's where the vampires would be. I love that movie. It's a good vampire movie. I would have a bar job if I was a vampire. Yeah, I guess yeah, you that makes stay sense too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like on Forever Night? Uh, yeah, or like Elliot, you know. <laughs> he was also a vampire. So you're saying Elliot yeah. may be a vampire. I, oops. Did, what, uh, <laughs> <clears throat> sorry. And my he f- is a little pale. He's a vamp. <laughs> my final wonderful uh, plane idea was night skydiving. Does anyone do that? I don't know, because no. I'm terrified of heights like you are, so I don't uh, know. Yeah, they're, they're called halo troopers, I believe. <laughs> oh, yeah, so you gotta, you got to become special ops to do yeah. this. Because I was flying along, right, and it's above the clouds, and we're just flying, and it's like, it's cool because I can see the sun behind us, like, over the clouds. But then there was a break in the clouds somewhere in Quebec, and I could look down and see a city, and in the city it was still dark. I was like, you imagine, you dived out of this plane right now and parachuted through that hole in the cloud. Into darkness. Into yeah. the dark of the city. And then go get a nice cap- coffee while the sun comes up. That would be so fucking That's cool. Badass. That would be pretty yeah, great. If only we didn't have this debilitating but, yeah, fear of heights. Yeah, you could never do it. 
Yeah. Or <laughs> but yeah. someone could. <laughs> you know? I, I think our problem is more that we don't own planes. True. Mm. You know, the vampire could survive in a geosynchronous orbit, but he'd have, he'd have to be like a thousand miles up. Would you like to hear an interesting? interesting. Thanks. So, Thanks, Brad. An interesting but not interesting thing I read the other day. Oh God! Uh, <laughs> do I have the axe again? No, the axe is probably covering it just fine. Yeah. So. I bought for Breeze like a week ago. I don't know where it went. <laughs> oh! <laughs> His insides are rotten. Yeah, I gotta find that. I'm just gonna stay over oh here. Oh my God! <laughs> the inside of my jeans. Oh, are it's wet. Uh, oh, and now it's mixing with the axe. This is actually worse. <laughs> this is the worst. This is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is quite disturbing. It's because the axe opens your nostrils up. You're, oh, no! You remember in the thriller video when all those ghouls and zombies are dancing? This is what they smelled like. Because <laughs> 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 they went out for a night on the town, but they were also rotting to death. I, I worked at this place at the, the edge of Burlington by Oakville, and there was two things there. One, uh, the Mortman's Cookies Factory, oh, yeah, and right. then right next to that, the meat processing plant. <laughs> oh, it was so oh, horrible. God. Because the meat processing plant would ride underneath the cookies. So you'd be like, mmm, come on, oh god! So as you drive across the highway, you get that awesome smell of cookies, and then immediately you're hit with a brick wall of like rotten meat. Oh man, do that again, we're gonna shove an air wake up your ass. It's disgusting. So the real question I'm asking now is do vampires fart? And if so, what does it smell like? They would have to, because the amount of like the blood and the iron and everything. But, but they don't but, really. But, but they don't. The blood doesn't really pump through their body. Hmm. Yeah, I don't so... know. They don't really make any sense. Those, yeah, that's true. Yeah. They make no biological decomposing. Yeah. They don't really eat. So would vampires just? But they would smell really shitty. I would think. Well, I don't know. They're vampires. They spark. They probably smell great if they sparkle. Yeah, they might sparkle, but they probably smell like ass. No, they're, they're they're dead. They probably smell like any teenager. Would. If you take the Lost Boys with Kiefer Sutherland to be to be vampire uh, fact, then they have enough. really bad breath. If I was to take this beer bottle the next time I had to fart and shove it up my ass, and then fart into the bottle, and then cap it right away, how long could the fart live inside the bottle? Forever. Okay. Forever. Here's the thing, Keith. You, this isn't the first time you pitched this idea of shoving something in a bottle. <laughs> I, I give you permission to shove a bottle up your ass. I, oh, you just, have his permission just, now, just so you to can do, do it. Because uh, if you didn't have Joel's permission, well, no, he just keeps asking us. Can I? Can I do this with a bottle? You can fuck the bottle any way you want. To. <laughs> Raw it's okay. Science. We're not. We're not gonna judge you. You, you pray the way you want to. Exactly. It's all good. But yeah, if you if you capped it, you could probably leave it for a week, and uh, it would still smell like delicious fart afterwards. Hmm. I think. Well, there's a guy at my high school that filled up uh, two liter pop bottles with urine, mm -hmm. and he had a whole separate locker that he was keeping all of these pee <laughs> jugs in. And at one point, so not the locker where his like textbooks and stuff. No, no, it's a different locker. locker. Okay. He had like Just he filled up the entire locker. locker over the course of the year. Um, what ended up? Oh, I convinced him afterwards to dump them in the winter time all over the vice principal's car. Nice. So they froze around it. But oh my god! Like a yeah, urine those, shell. Those bottles smelled like uh, you couldn't even like use them to make beer in afterwards or nothing. 
I imagine. Occasionally, I, and this is probably because I just because I smoke and I usually duck out of the way. But I constantly see like water bottles full of orange liquid, just piss jugs, piss jugs thrown. Like it's amazing how many people pee in bottles and just leave it. Where? Everywhere. Right. You just have to like like pay attention. Like just. <laughs> I got a hundred dollars ticket slightly... for not peeing in a bottle. Oh, it's because you're ducking into weird places to smoke. To, to have a smoke, right? right? right okay. And then I'm like, huh, there's a fucking bottle full of pee. Uh, yeah. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. I, I found one of those underneath the table at Jack Astor's. Somebody didn't want to get up from their meal. Really? No. No. <laughs> That'd be gross. That would be gross. So yep. me and Craig were watching some fine TLC-style programming. Mm-hmm. You know, the Nanny 911s and Hoarders and My Strange Addiction, all that type of shit. We had some great ideas. So I don't know if you've ever seen Nanny 911, but it's a house that's out of control. The mm-hmm. kids are crazy, so they bring in uh, these fucking nannies and they help them or whatever. So our idea was because we were watching this one where there's like literally 22 kids or something. Like They just... Uh, they adopt kids and not only adopt they adopt the kids no one else wants they have mental problems and shit it's an insane right. house so we came up with Dingo 911 and in that case with that many kids I'm going to say three dingoes not just one and you just see who lives whoever lives lives yeah and I think after like you mow through the first three toddlers those kids are going to fucking gang up and learn how to take down a dingo or two yeah so you just remove the parents their development insert the dingoes the weak link it builds teamwork absolutely Mm -hmm. absolutely and they get to you don't even need prize money because they get to to split the possessions of the debt exactly so (laughs) so So it's teaching them how to work for a living you know there's there's uh so you don't bring a nanny in to take care of the dingoes no no, you just you no, lock the, the door. The dingoes are the nannies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they clean house for you. It's a terrible idea. No, uh, it's the best idea. You think that one's? Uh, what was the line I came up? I had an awesome line. Fuck, I forget what that was. No, oh, a dingo saved your household. <laughs> uh, and, and they always have these therapists that show up that are terrible. They never help at all. Just the stupid, like, oh, you should probably not eat all your scabs all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Stop eating drywall. Yeah, yeah, really. You don't say, oh god, thank you, doctor. Every time. Stop eating drywall. That was happening all the time. There's the lady who eats band aids, the lady who eats tape, the lady who eats drywall, the one who breaks off pottery and eats that oh, and cigarette pottery, Yeah, she ate pottery and like cigarette butts. Every time they go talk to a specialist who could be anyone, like, because we all know this and they're like, I don't think it's a problem. And they're like, well, actually, you're going to die if you keep doing this. And every time they're like, uh, there's really? the guy. There was the guy who ate glass. He was just like, right. take a like wine glass like this right here and just like bite off a chunk of it and chew it up and swallow it. So yeah, I got a pro tip for anyone on that show. If... The, Eat food, idiots! Well, if the cameras are filming you while you're talking to the doctor, if you start to hear the words, I don't think it's a problem coming out of your mouth, you're wrong. Realize that there's cameras filming you when you're on a TV show, and it's a problem. It's, <laughs> like, it's so much of a problem that all of North America wants to watch you. Like, they're not watching you because they think you don't have a problem. But I'm watching you because that's normal. No, that's a very good point. But these therapists are terrible, so I thought we should just make our own low-grade version of these shows where we just oh. drill into their heads to release the demons. And I, think it would, <laughs> I think it would help just as much. So this 19th eight, century. This is an $8 bottle of wine. Yeah. On the back, did you see this label? Where nope. it says, contains care. milk. Really? Yeah. Serious? Yeah, it contains milk. This does not look like there's any milk in there at all. Oh, it's called Mendoza. Mendoza! Mendoza! White wine Mendoza, tropical fruits, peach sweet spice, crisp finish, Yeah. high altitudes. I got all of that <laughs> in my wine tasting of this wine. 
contain sulfites. What are those? Sulfur. If you're allergic to it, it's uh, it's a bad scene. Well, women aren't allowed to drink as much. Men, three to four units a day. Women, two to three. Yeah. What's man. a unit? A bottle? Because I've already drank most of the bottle. Yeah, no more than three to four bottles a day. <laughs> I don't see milk, though. I think you're fucking with me. No, no, no. It's under the label. It's in that, like, add-on type. Yeah. What? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> contains milk casein. What's Which, that? Uh, that's milk protein. Oh, he wasn't even making that up. No, no, yeah, it contains milk protein, yeah. What the fuck? They had, yeah, they had to print it on in separate lettering. They're like, we've got a bunch of milk into this batch, but we still want to sell it to Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Craig's the only one buying this shit, so we better better make him inform. Yeah, it, so it, it is. In, yeah, it's like in, in dot matrix printed. Nice. Contains yeah. milk. Underneath, like... Argento, pino grigio. So the last idea that I had was... Uh, oh, it smells bad. Because on Hoarders, it's I mean, always... Oh, that's me. Oh, yeah. No, the wine also smells bad. So when you're watching Hoarders, right, it's always like, oh, man, these people are insane. Why would you save up a room full of diapers, you know? But then you find out they got raped by 800 people or something, <laughs> and you're like, oh, I guess that's where it went wrong. But again, like, their dumb little therapy never works. So instead, I think they should combine Hoarders with uh, Extreme Makeover, and they should make over the person, and then the end of every episode is them looking beautiful, sitting in their shit-filled house, sad and alone. Fade to black. <laughs> I think that'd be an I awesome like show. So, there's a Broadway sister act yep. play? Right. And before that was... I, I, I was traveling downtown, and I saw, like, Sister Act, the musical, and, like... Okay, if it's in Toronto, Joel, it's what? not Broadway. Or or whatever, but like same. That's in New York. Okay, no, I, it's I a big understand that. It goes but, down but, but the thing is, is all the musicals now are movies. So I'm just like, I'm just wondering, like, at what point did we start working on Chad's the musical? I don't. Know, Andrew Lloyd Webber sure, sure stopped doing think his job. That's Chad's sure. the musical already exists. Somewhere. Really? I, yeah, I think so. The last yeah. Starfighter the musical they did. Really? It was are in Chicago, but. They what's what's the worst it a movie we can adapt to a musical? Well, Evil Dead they made into a musical. Yeah, but that's awesome. I think the worst one that it has been made is High Fidelity, the musical. It ran for like less yeah, than a week. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, High Fidelity is awesome. It's, it's totally geared to you be like an, yeah. an indie film. I wanted to see it on a date. Man, because yeah, like the little bit I saw of it, it's like, you know, High Fidelity, the whole thing was he runs a record store and he knows cool music, but it was all... Musical, musical music. type music. Yeah. Yeah, like, Ski school, the musical might. Well, if, if the tits are shown, yeah. of course, of course, the tits got to be there because that's the only reason anyone watched that in the first place. And the skiing. <laughs> yeah. I did watch Hot Dog. Hot Dog, the movie. Yeah, that was yeah. great. We've been over that on the podcast before. How awesome an eighties movie that is. Yes. And I think that Sleepaway Camp was it two or three. Three. Sleepaway Camp 3 is also on that same caliber of awesome 80s movies. What was that kids camp movie you made me watch that I enjoyed? Uh, it was important to you. Maybe Wet Hot American Summer? Oh, yeah. yeah. That would be a great. good musical. That actually mm. would be pretty sweet. I'd watch that. <laughs> That'd be alright. Uh, we watched Zardoz the other day. Yeah, oh, listeners. Yeah. Zardoz, Sean Connery, 1974, was the second film he did after he stopped being James Zardoz Bond. the musical, I, I'm seeing yeah. this. It's like, that, yeah, yeah oh that could God. be true. Yeah. I would go see that. I'm a rapist. And I'm wearing a bandolier. I'm a rapist. He's such a rapist. What about Battlestar, the musical? Oh. I bet Keith's I bet, favorite new show. I bet Keith McNally would like that better than I would. The the it brings like the new series or the old series? Who cares about the, old the same? Series the old series was a big yeah. piece of shit. The new one though is the same exact ideas. Like there's nothing oh, original going. <laughs> no, no. The the 
key points are there, they just actually do it better. Right. Yeah, yeah very well made. Like the little bit I've seen of the new Battlestar, it's extremely well made. But I realized it because I was thinking through all the different shows that... I don't like shows that are super serious. I just can't do it. Like watching season after season of everyone gritting their teeth and acting all... You like the Breaking Bad. Dour. Yeah, but Breaking Bad's got tons of like fun, weird shit going on in it. And season four didn't, and I hated that season mm-hmm. where it got all serious. I just I just can't do it. Like I just... Well, and then Battlestar is just serious. It sure fucking yeah, is. It really it's is like, just serious. It's just, yeah, and I mean, it's a, it's a serious situation. It makes sense. Yeah, the entire human race has been destroyed except for 50,000 people. But you needed the situation and the, the pilot that you didn't like because you said it felt like there was a really tense tone but there was no reason for it yeah like the mm-hmm. tone it started off that way yeah before the Cylons attacked and I'm just like I really hate all these people and then once the Cylons attacked I'm like okay now it makes sense that they're acting like weird stiff now, I haven't watched douches. I haven't watched the entirety of the original Battlestar series from the 70s but it definitely doesn't have that serious tone. Like it's very like it's, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't. I like, can't uh, like I, I don't tried. Like I can't get past like the fourth either. episode just because it gets so no, it's, stupid. It's time. I'm never gonna get back. Yeah. The first the first episode's great, like the miniseries or whatever, which yeah. is the same as the first episode of the new one mm-hmm. of the Cylons taking over and whatever. That was awesome. But then it's just like this very episodic like. Like, I think it's the third episode or whatever. They're like, oh, like, we're traveling. We're running from the silence. Oh, hey, there's a gambling plan. Yeah, yeah, we're going to yeah. go gamble. That's and there's right. all women. Like, hey, like. Oh, oh, space disco. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. space disco. But it's, it's clearly a personal preference. Like, because, you know, I mean, quality-wise, the new Battlestar seems pretty sweet. But, yeah, like, I've never liked shows like that. Like, I just, I don't know if it's because my inherent level of depression is like low enough that I can't I just can't yeah. like I can't watch I mean shows I guess that uh, like, like one thing you pointed out is that there's sound in space in Battlestar which I get and that that is annoying but like <laughs> the physics of their space flight is is really like bang on it's uh, called like Newtonian physics or whatever like they really like mm-hmm. focus on like the it fact that their their space flight like focuses on like orbit around planets and just like the momentum of of ships flying around is really awesome. I remember my point to Keith when he brought that up was that in Firefly and in some movies where they've had no sound in space the way you're supposed to, most of the action of those movies and shows takes place inside the vessel where you can have sound. Yeah, Battlestar so has much a of lot Battlestar of space battles. takes place in space that mm-hmm. you'd have you would lose 40% yeah, silent boring. TV show. Yeah. yeah. You know, and so like... Imagine they any thought Star of everything Trek so well that I think yeah, that it totally. must have been a conscious decision on their part. It's like, well, it's not the way it would be, but... Yeah, well, especially because, like Keith pointed out, it's the same effects crew that worked on Firefly. Firefly had no sound in space, right? Well, and Fire- So they know yeah. that. They're aware of that. They just realize that, like, hey, like, 50% of our, our viewers are going to... Yeah, like, they don't want to get canceled in, like, a 10 or 11 episodes. Yeah, and Firefly... <laughs> 13, 13... No, they didn't air the, the last one, right? They oh, only right. aired the, fir- the first yeah, 11 or 12, and they just yeah, didn't get a bunch of nerds. Out of order. But uh, no, I mean, I don't think you could ever win that argument. Firefly versus Battlestar, it's insane. Firefly is clearly better. But but I mean, I don't want to put down Battlestar that much. It's just that... I just don't think you... I just compare them. They're doing. They are absolutely, absolutely different. Yeah, I mean, it's like comparing like Buffy to I don't know Angel. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, but I mean, I, and it's like it's not again. Even I feel like this is also not a good like Battlestar is clearly better than these shows I'm about to mention. But stuff like the CSI shows where it's just like everyone is so serious, every character, and I hate that. I but, just hate that. But that's all like CSI is annoying because it's just melodrama for the but, sake but of melodrama. Battlestar is way melodramatic. But yeah, way it really melodrama. is. That's a, but that's a lot of melodrama. It's melodrama for, with this kind of pressure. 
Yeah, right. you still, right. there's still this over-looming, like, situation of, like, hey, like, these robots have destroyed all of humanity and they're trying to get the last of us. Like, it's a claustrophobic TV show. That's right. how I would describe it, because you just... Like, if you are crazy like me and you're like obsessed with the idea that robots are eventually gonna take over and destroy humanity, then Battlestar is the show for you because that's what it's it's about. fuck. What would what would a claustrofuck be? Uh, Fucking gangbang in a closet. Yeah. God. Mm-hmm. Mm, a claustrofuck. Problem solved. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I that would be to, uh, fucking in tight spaces. I intend uh, to stick with Battlestar for uh, you know I'll watch at least season one. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I just know that it's only gonna. I'm only gonna like it to a certain level. It's just it's just the kind of show that it is. It's just I'm just glad it. that you're watching it. And you, uh, I don't know if you tweeted it or if you mentioned it verbally that like if you can't watch a show without being able to make fun of it, there's no point watching it. Yeah, yeah I'll be I happy to. S- I've watched shows. the whole show twice through. Like I'll be happy to sit with you and make fun of it the whole time with you because I want you to enjoy it. See, Craig, make jokes right along with you. Yeah, you shouldn't be so invested in the show that you can't make fun of it. You can make fun right. of Star Trek all day long. You can make fun of anything. I got over that really young being involved in Star Trek. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For, for, since I was a kid, you get very used to people making fun of your shit. Yeah. So just don't get that involved in a TV show. Yeah, no, it's fun to make fun of shit. Well, I mean, that's like how I've stuck with Dexter all this time. I legitimately like the first two seasons, and after this, it's like yeah, well, that's the same thing too. Got to make like fun of this show pretty hard to yeah. keep watching this show. You know, <laughs> uh, this season's good too. By the way, I like this this season of Dexter. Is this the one with Edward James almost in it as well? No, that was last season. Uh, he was a ghost the whole time. Oh, yeah, oh my god! Really? Yeah. I figure I once the new season is, has started... Is also a ghost in Battlestar? Tell me now. I need to know. <laughs> he was the entire time. Well, there is a ghost. You'll find him. Yeah, you'll find out who the ghost is. Yeah, you know, though, I mean, that's the other thing. Like, oh, who's the silent, who's not? First off, I really don't care. And second off, I read an article on Cracked as well, but so you know it had actual quotes from, you know, the main showrunner. They just made that shit up at the end of season three. They just decided... Oh, yeah, then, you can tell that yeah. watching it, too. You can tell they're just like, all right, we're going to make these four people. Yeah, they had to wrap ones. everything up really quick, so they're just, like, making shit up. See, that's disappointing. So don't that, watch like, season three. Yeah, well, like, there's, like, that if I yeah, put... No, the really beginning's invest, far better than the end. If I really invest time into paying attention, it means nothing. Thing and there's no reason to like that's that's kind of a no I, I think the show ends really well at the at the Except halfway the last, point of season the four. last 10 minutes i don't like do uh, they get to the magical planet known as earth yeah that's true they do i figured yeah. well, I mean, it's, they get to two different no no, no, no just, don't spoil it anyway that's uh, spoiled so he can read it on the internet if you really want to yeah <laughs> I don't, but maybe the show ended to. four years ago like he just read an article about who the final three silence were no, I didn't say who they were, but no. just a, it's a Chinese girl. I see he's going up there. Hey, there is no. Hey, he's only on the third episode. Stop Chinese. saying this. Shit. I've never. I've only seen the miniseries and one episode, so I. Racist. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. Oh, that's the other thing. I mean, uh, I don't like shows with goofy shit, you know, and just like terrible jokes. But if ah, you can pull out, but off, you like Buffy. Yeah, Buffy is like <laughs> one of the cleverest shows ever. Joss Whedon is my favorite non-dead writer. Like, I love that guy. Mm-hmm. And he's got just like, yeah, like this... And you this, don't think anything's goofy about Buffy? That's a super goofy. Everything yeah, is goofy. Lots of things are, yeah, goofy. Yeah, well, that's, that's what you it, just said is you can't but get that's into goofy shows. Yeah, but, but not goofy like Todd in the Book of Pure Evil or something. Like, he, it's it's intelligent. Like, they know what yeah, they're doing. Yeah, it's intelligent. I'm not saying, there's an, yeah, you can be intelligent and goofy at the same time. I don't know, but but anyway, yeah, like that that whole attitude though of everything being so serious. Like uh, the little bit of Smallville I watched really reminded me of that too. It's like Buffy oh, with no jokes, and I'm like, how can you take this so serious? This is the stupidest shit. It's about Superman, and everyone is it's like an early '90s image comic. They're just gritting their teeth, and everything is so hard. And I just can't take that seriously. It's like they're supposed to be. This is a TV show, and it's fun. Like that's the difference of Breaking yeah. Bad. When that guy makes meth, you're like, this is fun. 
<laughs> you know, it's supposed to be so, a little bit of a wink. Like, hey, we're all having fun here. We're watching a TV show. Not like, oh, everything is the worst all the time. I just, I can't do it. But I mean, in Battlestar's defense, like, the human like race has all music. but been obliterated. Like, yeah. that is a pretty serious situation. In music, yeah, I want it to be dead, dead, emotional, super serious. There is a lot of music in the that way. show. They use music way too much to just make it more dramatic than it is. Yeah, I... I Battlestar. Battlestar. Oh, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of music. The music is way overdone. Yeah, I don't like being manipulated like that. Like some little some thing is happening. The, like I do like about it, the music evolves over like the four seasons of the show. It's like just totally separated from the story, from the plot of the show. The music is good, especially like later on. Like the music evolves and changes. It's not like they write one song at the beginning of the series and just alter it. Like for the next four seasons, they do like write more music and stuff, and it's. <laughs> there was a part, speaking, it's nice. There was a part in that pilot where they're, uh, whoever, some people you don't know, don't care about, are down on Earth, and they can only take so many people. So they take the kids, then they do a lottery, and take a hundred-year-old lady. Yeah. Don't do that. She's going <laughs> to die and then fight back to the battle style. Like, fuck. And then one guy uh, is like, I'll stay behind. Agent Kilo. Ballard from Dollhouse. Oh, yeah. I'll stay behind, and you can take the Kilo. genius who ruined yeah. the whole Earth. And uh, and the music was like soaring vocals and people going, <laughs> and I'm like, you did not earn this moment. I don't even care what's happening. And you're like, this music is no. so. If you had if you had already like met Hilo and like learned who he is and stuff, then maybe. But you don't know who any of these characters Hilo's are. Hilo's such a dickbag character, anyways. Hilo sucks. Oh, he's fuck. the worst. He's my least favorite character yeah. in the show. I feel like too though that's just a difference too in in opinion. Where the very first scene of the very first episode where. It's the hot blonde Cylon chick, right? And she shows oh, up God, to the, the treaty. Space station. Right, the first time in 40 years that the Cylons have shown up to the treaty. And she starts putting the sexy moves on this military guy, and he's all like, huh, what? Huh? Yeah, to he's, me, he's a horrible was, military guy. <laughs> that was the worst scene I've ever seen in my life. And you guys both said, like, I would do that. <laughs> like, oh, dude, I would totally make uh, out with that chick. No. Yeah, I would, I would totally yeah. make out with that. That She's a 10. Like, she's easily a 10. See, that's to me, yeah, I, I, I like that and... scene cinematically. I just think there's some sort of still uneasiness. I'd to put it. my dick in her clothes. Yeah, I mean, I totally, I get what you're what I said at the time. It's like a 13 year old wrote that scene. Like, if you're, as a writer, right, you put yourself in that moment and I feel like they never did that you imagine you're that guy with his whole life and his experiences and his the the gravity of the situation he's in what is he gonna do he's not gonna do what he did but imagine he's not gonna just make out with this chick and fatties his entire life and now's his chance <laughs> that's true to make out with the one hot she chick came, ever she came striding just, in with Cylons I just, I just wrote it right it's terrifying to say when he says uh, uh, are you human yes are you alive yes prove it and that's when they start to kiss yeah they're trying to say that sexuality is an important part of being alive what if instead of kissing her to prove it he just backhanded her are you alive? <laughs> yes, prove it. Slap. He was so turned her over the table and went to have his way with her. But also, like, imagine this guy. Every year he sits at this fucking table, and it's like it's it's become like a Seven Eleven job to him. Right at this point, and he's probably been daydreaming some fucked up shit during this time. <laughs> and suddenly, yeah, maybe it was all a dream. Maybe yeah, didn't even show up. He, was, he wants to emperor Palpatine some chicks. So so there he is sitting there year after year, forty years of this fucking bullshit. Is like what are you okay, doing with my mail? Get the fuck out of here. It's treaty time, uh, and you know, like maybe he does like uh, I don't know, fourteen. Maybe he does a twenty-four hour shift sitting in that fucking chair. All hooked up on goofballs. Oh, and he's probably high. Come on, I would why be. wouldn't exactly? 
And then suddenly two Cylons and this fucking hot chick stroll in. They're doing a lot of justifying. It's just... No, but I, he's making it a great scene, though. That would be a great scene. That would be but, unexpected and fresh. That show, like, the pilot, so stale. It's just it's so not stale. the best. It's but, but the thing is, the is, like, my read on that scene is that that guy was just fucking confused. Like, yeah. it was just like... Oh, uh, uh, okay, the hottest girl I've ever seen in my life had two Cylons. Or I think they're Cylons, because they don't look like Cylons, really. I'm fucking daydreaming at this point. And then she's kissing him, and then... Yeah, you know, up. and then it blows up. Yeah, and, yeah, he's kind of complacent I mean? to the fact that like no silence are ever going to show up. These, yeah, it, it's it's sort of like it seems odd. Again, I, I would say it would be like a shock confusion thing. And, Not and, that that know, scene couldn't have been better. Yeah, like yeah, I, no, I'm pretty confident just because everyone likes this show so much. Like it's gonna gain my trust as I keep watching it. But it, so far, it really is very pulpy. You like in order to get maximum satisfaction from the show, you have to be one of these weird guys like me who's just convinced that computers and robots are going to take over the human. Race. No, I, say I'm I not because I'm not that guy. Yeah, yeah. like I, you just watched the pilot so far. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, and the actual <laughs> episodes. Yeah, the yeah. pilot is garbage. It's very yeah. Just I don't know. Yeah, I think I'll, it'll be better after. But but I'm just saying, there's only a. Li- the, I'm not gonna like it better than. A, Probably not. Say. I mean, I'm just no not, one's trying I'm to make you like it better than anything. It's no, they're just they're just happy you're finally going to church. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's true. Yeah. No, we're just happy you're reading the Bible, even though you're getting <laughs> shit on it. <laughs> yeah. What other plot points can Joel convince you of now? Yeah, but I mean, all that stuff Joel said, like that would be great. That would be some great shit. That yeah. would be like awesome and weird like, and cool. You just need like just need to imagine that there's a better story going on than there really is. Which <laughs> actually, in a lot of sci-fi yeah. have to do that with. Now, I wasn't able to do that with the one episode other than the pilot that I saw of Battlestar myself, right? Like, but, but like, spoiler at the end of the series, he actually wakes up and he is daydreaming the entire series. <laughs> uh, you ruined that it. That would have been actually good. Yeah, yeah that would have been good. Ruined the actual ending. Yeah, I heard the ending sucked. No, it was terrible. Uh, it was okay. It was. It was disgusting. better than the Sopranos. So uh, I'll take it. I, I like, I like the Sopranos. Sopranos. I see at the end. What? Did you just say you like the ending of Sopranos? No, I did. That's the worst no, ending I, I of any TV that. show that's ever happened, it's, ever. It's pretty bad. It's not as good as Cheers. I'll give it that. It's not what? as good as anything. They didn't conclude wait, wait, that. What, nothing worse? happened. They just Sopranos? faded to black. Literally, they just faded to black. Sopranos or Seinfeld? Which one was worse? Sopranos. Yeah, it's the worst right. ending to Sopranos any TV show. Pretty bad. Yeah. I actually liked the Lost finale. Am I the only one? Yeah, that was good. I liked the Lost yeah, finale. Yeah. Again, I better like than Sopranos. If that's our argument. It's the same as Battlestar. I like where it goes, but then at the very end, like in Battlestar, when it does that, like flash through time, kind of like catch up. Yeah. Well, that was the best part of the finale. I hate that. No, oh. that was the best part. That was the worst. No, you guys are wrong. <laughs> and by the way, doomed, doomed. Yeah. Mom, can I have some Cheetos? Did that happen? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the end. <laughs> it's all a Apollo. Apollo wanted some Cheetos. That's all they wanted. He yeah. got to Earth and there was no Cheetos. Was there was it, fat? It's, but not, I just, it's yeah. not as good as Caprica. But I just wonder oh, how many... Oh, what the... <laughs> that show was garbage, too. Uh, Caprica had promise. It just No, it had, it had promise, promise it but there was no scar stuff. It like had that. a Mexican actor, first of all, so you know whoa, the show's not going to be good. Whoa, it's some third world bullshit. <laughs> Jesus. It's the Portugal of North America. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You're not making a case for it. <laughs> it's the worst part. That of was Europe. the longest callback I think in the history of time. That was nice. No, that was oh, good. That was that very was, good. That was very good. Thank you. <laughs> that was very good. Where were we going with all I, these things we were nothing. saying? 
this is no. I was just saying like there's there's certain scenes in TV where if you just added ten more seconds to it and cut out ten seconds on the other end, you could actually make a really compelling. Uh, I was know, having a little uh, a little Twitter talk with uh, this guy Junkenstein from Italy, and uh, it was interesting because we were on the exact opposite side of the stuff. Where I was saying like, man, these, these shows that take themselves dead serious, like I just can't do it. Where he was like, man, all I can watch these days are shows that take themselves seriously. I'm so tired of like irony and like cleverness but not me man like cabin in the woods to me was like perfect like oh, that movie is be, awesome you can't be too tongue-in-cheek you can't be too meta for me like i'm just that's, so bored of standards uh, yeah stuff. that's really what that made that movie great i think just, that, and you, battlestar i'm sorry but there's nothing you know what it is i think nothing. conventions are <laughs> well, red flags i know yeah, that's it, shocking it's for a, a 70 show well, yeah, it's a remake yeah, yeah. Like, i think they, conventions are red flags for you you can see things that you've seen done before they're just like you know you can't yeah, lose yourself just, in it yeah. or for me the most important thing <laughs> is suspension of disbelief i like yeah, serious things agreed. i like comedies i like if you're gonna make me sad, turned on, laugh, or like, don't scared, don't make me think why you're making me sad. Scared. Absolutely, I find I can do that with everything. I cried during My Giant, you know, like I, I never saw it, but My I Giant, it. yeah, it's, 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 it's the robot. Oh no, no you don't mean Iron Giant. No, no, I cried during Iron Giant. Is yeah. that the same thing? I don't, so like, it's not I don't know either of those movies. I you sit there and be critical of a show, and it's hard not to once it gets on your skin. But I can somehow turn on a switch where I can watch the biggest piece of shit in the world, and just let it wash over me, and then I actually get something out of it. Mm. But it's uh, yeah, yeah, I can do that too. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I could watch Battlestar again though. Like, it's not a series that you watch again. Actually, I'm I've, watching. I've it watched it twice, time. and I'm, don't I'm willing to watch it with Keith because he's he's my good friend, and uh, <laughs> well, I'm happy like, that he's watching it. Yeah, this this switch. I mean, and I think it's it's clear. Like, I just I don't have that. Like, you know, me and Brad, we've talked about this plenty of like how he can marathon shows, and I can't. You guys just clearly when you get into a show watching, like I just I just can't. Yeah, like, Battlestar like, is one of my favorite shows of all time. Like, it's in my top two. I don't know what the other one would be but it's definitely Star up there. Trek Next Generation. Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe, yeah, probably. Maybe. For like Deep any show. Once they go to war. Once they go to war. I find yeah, anything exactly. that I watch, yeah, it's like nano machines attack the story and just deconstruct it down to the bones. Which makes me just hate everything, and I can barely watch anything. But when something like when you can lean on something as hard as you want, and it's still cool, hardly ever happens. That's what I was. You didn't like the second and third Matrix movies, aren't you? I never saw the third one. I only like the second Matrix movie when I'm high as fuck. Yeah, I didn't really like the first one. Yeah, they're garbage. They're dumb. I watched I watched Matrix two twice sober and hated it, and then I got really high and watched it, and it was awesome. <laughs> but yeah, I think how Just I realized saying. this. I mean, I have learned a lot about myself lately through this Battlestar experiment about like my needing shows to have some levity. And and I thought back to to Firefly, my beloved favorite show ever. When me and Brad started watching that when it first came on, we hated it. We thought it was the biggest piece of garbage. I thought it was Joss's worst show. I was like, this sucks. And then Dollhouse came out, and you're like, well, yeah. maybe it's not so bad. <laughs> but but then yeah, as time went on, and I it started getting better and opening up, and it's like this beautiful bouquet. Because you get sucked in. Like it's not ideas. even necessarily the show itself. It's that like you no, stick with it itself. for a period of time, and you get sucked into the universe. I've never watched Dollhouse. It's garbage. It's yeah, you don't watch it. And it's, that's why the movie was nothing. the best one. <laughs> It's Dollhouse's problem is the fact that it was threatened with cancellation, like after the first season. I don't know. Arrested Development was canceled. It was, was yeah. threatened like, okay, with cancellation. And like so yeah. it's basically got two seasons with the threat of cancellation over it. So Joss added like two epitaphs to each season, which was basically to wrap it up on, in. 
case of cancellation, which it was. That's what he shouldn't have done. Like it was so shitty. You get canceled every TV show you make. No, just stop fucking signing deals at Fox. Yeah. No, that's a serious lesson that that people need to learn about television shows: is do not sign shows with Fox. Like it's so obvious. Like Arrested Development is one of the best TV shows of all time. It's so funny. I've watched that series like seven times through, and just like the. It is the best. And no, just Fox, I, yeah, they, they don't know how to make guy. a TV show. Like, yeah, they don't know yeah, what they, they're doing. Yeah, Family Guy, too. Like, it's not my favorite, but it's clearly, like, a really good show. I guess it's a bunch of things where people, you know, they... You know, we think of it as the pro- the end product of that is entertainment for us, and that's, yeah. like, the goal. But actually, these people that work in these industries, they see the goal as being, like... Money. Working. Profit. Right? Yeah. No, no, as, as just getting their own people working again and again and again so if and if signing a deal with Fox every two years to get cancelled every two years yeah it's gonna eat at you but you know you're gonna do it if that's all you hello or even uh, it's Nigger Malibu rum even Fox executives like as much as it bugs Nigger me Nigger rum that they cancel <laughs> stuff I understand what they do because like that show New Girl right yeah instant everyone's talking about it so you renew it show like Firefly no one gives a shit you cancel it like of course it just makes sense but it's fucking annoying. but then you have Arrested Development everyone was talking about that everyone loved that show and then Fox just I don't know because I remember around. watching it years after it got cancelled and at the, end of the third season when they turned to the fourth wall and looked directly at me and said, please tell your friends to start walking. <laughs> <up." laughs> the guilt that I felt. <laughs> right. I really wish mini. someone had a, a TV station, or like if I had one, how I would run it, is just... I don't have a cup. This and Coke if you like. Make, either make shows that I like... You want a cup? I'm going to get a cup. That's going to be a oh, mess. Yeah. What the fuck do you want? There are cups so here. So it may not look like there will be cups, but there are. Man, wouldn't it be great if someone ran uh, a network where it was like shows they like and just try not to lose money instead of just trying to maximize? Like as long as you can, the show can make some kind of money, keep it rolling. Mm, yeah, I, I I think that's called the CBC. Yeah, or I guess like HBO is a little bit like that. Well, I mean HBO makes yeah. a lot of money. They, they they're very like, choosy about what shows they have, right? Yeah, right. like HBO. they don't shows are all pretty good, but at least they don't. Yeah, like they don't cancel stuff unless they want to cancel it. So that is kind of nice. Because they've invested and they've realized that they've invested in it. Not like Fox, where it's like, I don't care how much money we put into this, well, just cancel it. I, I think Fox's problem is they, I mean, it's also the problem in why they're attractive to a lot of these uh, producers is that they'll green light virtually anything. Yeah, that's true. They'll give it a go. They made a tick live action show. It's fucking insane. It made no sense. So like these shows like see the light of day, but then they're, they also are Weren't meant to ever see the light exactly. of day. Exactly. With Firefly. Yeah, because like Fox, all they want to do is just fill their fucking schedule, crank it out. I don't know. I mean, I thought about it. I thought like if I somehow wrote a show and Fox was like, we'll produce your show. It would be real hard for me to let them take my show, like, because I know that they're going to cancel it when they shouldn't. And I hope our listeners are TV fucking shit. Like, you wrote a show that was called, you know, Religion and Titties or something. That's Fox News. (laughs) Nice. Boom. 10 out of 10. Man, no, ever yeah. since, though, I, I realized this earlier this week about the, my uh, my aversion to deadly serious shows, it, it, it just keeps lining up. Like, I'm glad I know this about myself, because uh, speaking of HBO, that fucking True Blood bullshit with yeah. vampires, I, yeah, that's I exactly that. why I don't like that show, because everyone in it is, like, trying to pretend this situation is serious, and it's You're a bunch of vampires in, like, <laughs> Alabama. So, like, so I, got, I, like that, I like that. I like that first... I like that how I can watch anything, though. <laughs> but, but, you know what? Originally, I was like, well, at least they're following the rules. The, the first 
season was good. I liked the first season, and the second season, like, it was an immediate drop-off for me. I was like, this is fucking stupid. And now there's <laughs> fucking fairies, and, like... Fairies I mean, at least Game of Thrones has a midget. That's funny, right? Yeah. The midgets are always funny. Like, I was trying there's, to think... There's the mummy and Frankenstein. I was trying to think if there was ever a, like, very serious, you know, take-itself-serious drama that I've ever liked, and I can't think of even one. Wizard of Oz. I mean, uh, movies there's some, but not TV shows, I mean. But, that, I mean, that's why, like, um, Doctor Who and then Torchwood until it moved to the States. Torchwood was really good. I can't watch Torchwood. I can't bring myself oh. to put on the first episode. It's it's awesome. It's just like Doctor Who oh. is so <laughs> ridiculous and silly. That was an SPD? Silent but deadly? Oh. No, I heard it. It was yeah. not silent. I heard it. <laughs> You'll know you're getting better when they get silent. That's the... <laughs> Picard oh. just keeps going to the next room. Speaking of the end of civilization. <laughs> Holy... You know what? In a way, this is a nice callback, though, to one of our... It's like episode eight or something of this show when August Damon was on. Shit and coconuts. Who, Damon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we talked, talked about, about TV, TV a bunch. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know. It's a nice callback. Well, here, here's a question. Okay, or not a question, but... A, Except we didn't have thing. Keith farting every year five minutes. That's the only... only yeah, we didn't even through. know him yet. I guess you yeah. know Craig, but... Yeah. <laughs> so... He was probably farting, but just... You know, just, just across town. Yeah. <laughs> okay, for your consideration, the same... The characters in the movie Reality Bites mm-hmm. are from the exact same generation as, that would become... All of us? <laughs> That would be that would become older than me, yeah. so not yours. Anyway, are the yeah. same generation that would become the people in Fight Club. Okay, yeah. so so what I'm are you saying about that? Exactly. Well, it's Probably. true. They're, they're they're the right ages, right? It's like what? Yeah. Oh, so you're saying that they? <laughs> yeah, this is like enough. There's no, a there's a bit of a leap of logic here, but but no, not really. I well, mean, for me, it is. Like Ben Stiller like, would be uh, the Ben Stiller character in all, in uh, Reality Bites would eventually have gotten fed up oh, with Project Mayhem. Would like become gotcha. Edward Norton. Yeah, yeah. In Firefly. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> yes, Firefly. <laughs> yeah. A million years into the future. It's just I recently watched Reality Bites again. And it's like, oh yeah, these guys that were complaining about you know and uh, reality. I see, okay, I'm starting to see right? the connection. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're there and they're just complaining and bitching of this Generation X, and then it's they're like, they're empty pursuits. And yeah, exactly. I and know then what you mean. Yeah, six more years of that, and you have Fight Club. I did the exact same thing with Labyrinth and Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> <laughs> the little girl looking for her brother eventually goes ass to ass. Oh, yeah. oh that's like how Freddie Prince Jr was in She's All That and then became a pilot and wing commander. Exactly. <laughs> like, it just, it just makes sense. One leads to the other. But, speaking of reality, but, I mean, the best part about that movie was the soundtrack. The soundtrack was awesome. The movie was just another generic piece of shit. 90s, oh, people fall in love. Well, I know some people that love it, but yeah, I never loved it that no, much. I never, I never loved but it. But don't the you remember the awesome, greatest though. movie ever made, Threesome? That was the greatest nope. movie. Nope. You never saw that with Lara Flynn Boyle and one of the Baldwins? I'm not a huge fan of her. I like her in Twin Peaks. Yeah. But oh, yeah. She's too skinny. She's not skinny. in Twin Peaks, she was not. She was pretty skinny in Twin so, Peaks. So let's, uh, she was also probably like... Let's take that one. So she's a teenager, so yeah. yeah. That's on my list of shows I gotta watch. Now, that's my Twin favorite Peaks. show of all time. Seems like okay. it's... That's, uh, so I, I talked about Battlestar being in my number, my top two. Twin Peaks is the other one. Twin Peaks is the one. You guys have one. a lot of cutting boards on your wall. You got five of them. Yeah, we do. 
Um, so, uh, <laughs> alright. One's for meat, one's for fish, one's for penises. Well, like, what do you think? I'll think of Twin Beaks, because I know it's relatively serious, but it's also Twin weird, Twin Beaks does right? have jokes. It's, it's, it does it's, have it's jokes. It's dry, weird, it's dark. You'll, you'll, right. good. Like, David Lynch plays, uh, like, the main FBI guy's boss. Okay. He's just, he talks loudly, he needs, like, hearing aids, so he just, like, talks loud the did whole you, time. Did you see the last season of Louie? Yeah, yeah. So I'm, okay, I'm, so so David Lynch's character. I've seen twenty minutes of Blue Velvet. He's a fucking weird guy. <laughs> but, but, but basically, if you took like that to scene and expanded it into a TV show, that's Twin Peaks. This, yeah, I think I might like it better. I think, yeah. Twin Peaks is great because it does have a humor through the whole series of the show. Like it's, it's weird. Like the characters take themselves seriously, but like when you step outside the but characters, there's you jokes can't. there. Yeah. Right. And it, like, it doesn't let you take well, it like seriously. The, the log lady. Oh, there's yeah, like there's a lady but, whose but like husband has died, and the husband's spirit has gone into this log that she carries around with her, like the whole series. But not only that, but like every character is a fucking stereotype. Like like James, the the sensitive biker, biker, woman. yeah, and he's and the football such, player Bobby. Like yeah, like like not one of the characters is realistic. It's all stereotypes. Yeah, it's like, all it's, it's basically very, it's very melodramatic to it's the a point soap of humor. Opera. It's yeah. it's a parody of a soap opera. I guess that's yeah, the thing is. Yeah, is like any show like has like this extra unseen character which is just the tone and I don't like when the tone is crossing its arms and, and shaking its head at me. Twin Peaks yeah. doesn't do that. <laughs> you know? Twin Peaks doesn't do that. Twin Peaks, I like the, 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 the character like, you don't Twin see is wearing, doing a, this. It's it's wearing like, a jester's like, cap yeah? and juggling like, yeah. while you're watching the show. Like, it's, like, I was shocked how much I liked that show, New Girl. It reminds me of Gilmore Girls like or, or old screwball comedies of the past. Like It's just like, I, like, I love just the feeling of it, you know? And that's just, it makes me happy to yeah. watch it. It's on tonight. I mean, like, what other, like, do, do you know... David Lynch films like are there, are there I only saw Lost Highway. It's less serious than Lost Highway by a long shot. Yeah, yeah Lost but the same similar. sort of weirdness, like to it. I mean, it's David Lynch. But it's the, the same sort of weirdness. All the, the stuff. The has. problem. The problem with Lost Highway is it's it's actually a prototype, in my opinion, for Mulholland Drive, which is That's a far amazing. better movie. Nice. But Lost Highway has a better soundtrack. The soundtrack to Lost sure. Highway is one yeah. of my favorite soundtracks sure. but, of all time. What, but do you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's the same sort of parallel. Uh, that was his Lynch. first feature that like that was a yeah. trippy movie that yeah. movie's fucked up that's a, that's a David Lynch film that does take itself too seriously like it's it's the weirdest shit you've ever seen and there's no humor to it at all it's well come like, on but, but then there's that moment where uh, what's his face Jack Nance is like yelling and there's all this like audio noise in the like that's not funny I found it hilarious it's just like why would you do that like it was just See, that's one thing with, like, these really famous, like, you know, filmmakers. I'm always like, oh, I got to catch up on so-and-so or whatever. And I always run aground every time. Where I'm like, all right, let's catch up on the Coen brothers. And then you see, like, two Dude. in a row that are just kind of Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're a huge <laughs> David Lynch fan, see so raise your head. But, like, I don't... You, you can't you can very watch. intense. It or, is, who did Taxi Driver? Scorsese? Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. I've never seen a movie his I liked. <laughs> I just never have. Did you see, uh, what's the ambulance one? Bring Out the Dead? That was cool. Is that him? Yeah. Okay, I've seen a movie of his that I liked. <laughs> That's probably my favorite Scorsese film. That's awesome. And then Taxi Driver. Well, then who did... The Departed is alright. Yeah, Departed the was, yeah, was okay. And the boxing movie. Yeah, Raging, Raging Bull. Bull. I haven't, I seen, haven't seen that. Yet. I have it. I've and seen even it. like downloaded. you know, Taxi Driver is good and all. It's just you hear about these things for so long, and they just can't live up. You yeah. know, they just can't. 
live it's, up to the hype. So it, I mean, I like it, but it is very long and very boring. Not a lot happens in Taxi Driver. And you pretty much just want to slap Travis Bickle the entire time. Yeah, yeah, right. he's, he's this weird social reject. He's basically thing. like a like if I knew he was a social reject when I saw it at sixteen. <laughs> I mean, that really, kind of, you know, it's kind of like a, a even at very Kerouac sort of character. Who did yeah. the Godfather? Batman. Uh, Mr. Fuck. Uh, 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 Francis Ford Coppola. Coppola. Oh, yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah, same guy. wife. Father. I don't know if I... Just wondering, because Godfather 2, I saw it here in Toronto in a theater, and I'm like, yeah, that was good, but like 30 years of hype, like, mm, yeah, no, not that the, good. The Godfather movies aren't <laughs> my favorite. I prefer, as far as Coppola films go, I prefer Lost in Translation. That movie was But that was so Sophia. Cool. Yeah, yeah no, I'm just saying my favorite Coppola film. <laughs> <laughs> my, favorite, my favorite film in the Coppola family is Lost in Translation. I, I, I like, think she did a better job with that than, than Francis did with. Uh, <laughs> That's uh, a bold statement, but I'm with you. I love yeah. Lost in Translation. But I like uh, Roman as a writer. He's been writing. With uh, Wes Anderson, mm. and, and that's been it's been good. Since but Kyle, you playing any video games lately? No, <laughs> not but anything. I, I am. You don't even have a job. I know. I actually do do work though. Mm. It's so terrible. I hate it. But I am ready for the six months of hype to the Iron Man three movie. The trailer just came out today. Boom! Discuss. I saw that. I haven't I'm watched the trailer, but I saw tons of people posted the link on yeah. Facebook. I don't I like watched the it gold on the new armor. I'm, I'm not true. sold on that. And the Iron Patriot armor is a bit over the, the top. The second movie sucked. The second movie yeah, sucks so hard. I don't care about the third. He gets one. trapped underwater under his house. Oh, it's a new team, come on, a new director care. though. So that's why I'm kind of excited because it's Favreau not, clearly Favreau didn't care in number two. He's just like, who gives a shit? So at least and it was all set it. up for the Avengers anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and, and watch it. Yeah, and overall, like the Marvel movies are good. Like, yeah, they've been doing oh, totally. a good job. So. Yeah, yeah, I mean Iron Man one was what like it's my one of my favorite superhero movies. That movie's awesome. Iron Man and Captain America were the two really good ones, and then Avengers was cool too yeah. Yeah. Hulk, I, I liked Hulk like the new Hulk the, not the one by Ang Lee but the one that was filmed in Toronto see I went and watched that because I liked Hulk so much in Avengers and it was okay like the Ed Norton one you mean yeah but yeah. it was just him running away for 90 minutes but that's what the Hulk comics like are that. like that's totally what the Hulk's supposed to be I guess yeah like that's really what Hulk's he runs about until he can then he hulks but I did really yeah. like the Hulk in Avengers he did a great job so good mm-hmm. yeah. the little punch that he gives <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's solid. I also saw a trailer they're doing an adaptation of uh, Les Miserables. Yeah, that looks pretty good. Ah, fuck that. Uh, They're also filming Robocop in Toronto. That's true. More interesting movie. (laughs) He he has one hand that's a human hand. Bullshit, I say. Isn't he black, too? No, he's not. That's that's the the TV uh, Robocop movies, where there's a black Robocop versus the white Robocop. What? Race war. Yeah, it's a Robocop, uh, it's, it's a TV movie, there's three he's, of them. He's the protector Detroit, always needed all along. <laughs> Black Robocop. Yeah. No, it, it is a movie. Mother. I know, it's Shut so your robot. It's, it's Robrocop. 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 <laughs> and he has I'm excited for it, go see the new Robocop, Robocop movie, but there's no way it can compare to the original 1986 I saw him, like, some, like, uh, concept art, he has a sword. I hope he does not have a sword. Uh, uh, also, the new RoboCop armor looks like Batman. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, yeah it's like all hockey gear. Yeah. It, it looks yeah. stupid. And he rides a motorcycle. Just put him in a car. Oh, God, really? Yeah, like, why does <laughs> yeah, he need a motorcycle? <laughs> he should some, run some everywhere. He's a robot. Yeah. Some executive wants to put his own stamp on RoboCop. Let's make He's a ride Detroit a police officer. Like, how many like motorcycle officers are there in Detroit? I probably like none. To... They're probably all in cars. I would like to see some fucking original ideas again, though. Big fucking nah. When I seen those for a while, I know. I, uh, the rare. I saw this uh, like this article once that just kind of broke down 
original ideas and the oh, top that, like yeah. the top grossing movies of like the past you know decades. Oh, so bri- like Bridesmaid was Bridesmaids was the only. Original it was the idea. only original. Yeah, it was like the only original screenplay that's been in the top ten grossing plays in the last ten years. Did you see Cabin in the Woods, Joel? That was not yet. Don't let anyone tell you about it because it's, okay. it's it's really good. good. Yeah, it's, yeah. 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 it's hilarious to hear. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the girls died the whole time. I was yeah. I was so glad I <laughs> didn't know talking. the spoilers. I'm pretty good at avoiding spoilers, though, except the crying game would have never seen, but... <laughs> that was the dude all along. Yeah. I haven't seen it either. Like The Sixth Sense, I didn't know. It was, it was better. Has, has, has The Simpsons ruined a lot of movies for you that you haven't seen yet? It's Just Well, it's weird game. because I'll watch them... It's and, been yeah. the crying game for me. When I finally saw Citizen Kane, I was like, I've already seen 30% of this movie yeah. in Simpson parody form. That's fucked up. Yeah, when I, watched, when I finally watched Citizen Kane, it was really just filling in the gaps from what I knew already. Like, oh, I the, the one that shocked me, and it's an awesome movie, that we have up on the wall, Casablanca. I was like, man, every famous line, every movie, every line in this movie is famous, basically. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. It's like Smoke unbelievable. No, no, no. I'm uh, making a quick text here. I so. oh, see. Sorry, I didn't tell your wife the wife divorced. Yeah. <laughs> what was the movie that had pterodactyls in the background? That was Citizen Kane. Oh, yeah, yeah. because yeah, they, used, they used an old background. Footage, yeah. yeah, from some old movie. All right, yeah, they didn't do their editing job very well. Mm-hmm. Mm, well, they like spent all their money digging holes in the in the stages. So I have one last note. If we jump tracks, all right, all right do it. All right, I'm survey about, monkey. I'm about spent with uh, surveymonkey.com. Go with uh, October upon us and uh, Halloween just around the corner. I was just wondering, what was the last year you guys trick or treated? How old were you each? Yeah, thirteen, twelve, or thirteen. So what grade is that? Give me it in grades. Like grade seven? Seven? Yeah, about seven. I think I went all the way till grade nine. I think I was... starting to feel a little weird. I think I was 16 and I made myself a Starfleet uniform. That was my... Nice. That was my final costume. All right, what am I doing at SurveyMonkey.com I, I, here? I, I was captain if anybody cares, but... Um, <laughs> but it stopped being about getting candy... Uh, like and about know, getting uh, pussy. No, no. Am I right, guys? Hi, oh, yeah, yeah, pussy. High five, Halloween. Raising chicks. It was about finding the seam. So yeah, the shortest route between houses. So like, if they have like a hedge between them, just like running at top speed and trying to like dive through the hedge without getting flung back. And I did that while until I was like seventeen or whatever. Terrible. Yeah, I, I definitely remember really like. When I was in seventh grade and these kids were picking on me and stuff, so I remember somehow Halloween came up and uh, they were all going to go trick-or-treating and I was like, hey, maybe you can use this to get social power over them. And I was like, huh, you guys are going to trick-or-treat? That's lame. You're too old for that. And they were just like, fuck you, nerd. Get out of here. And I was like, damn, it didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, fuck it. I'm going to keep trick-or-treating too. So that's why I went for an additional two years. But I remember by ninth grade, people were giving me a weird look. <laughs> they were like, you're too old for this. Yeah, yeah no, I, I was definitely way too old. Um, yeah, it was seventh or eighth that I stopped. Yeah, but we were also like Star Trek nerds. So like... Um, one of my friends, we. Wow, what a bunch of fags. I know, totally. Uh, we dressed up as Data, and he looked. Because he actually had Brent Spiner's sort of like face shape. Nice. So he was like a super convincing uh, wow. Data. And then, uh, yeah, my, my girlfriend at the time went with the 60s mini dress, so I had nothing to complain about on that front. So, yeah. You raped her in the bush. I think I figured out a reach around. I'm pretty sure that no, we, <laughs> yeah. definitely, we definitely banged. The, uh, there's a reach around to that where your costume could be dad. 
mm-hmm. and like you'd like bring a fake kid. I don't like where this is going. Like make like a kid sort of like costume, like like get like a onesie sort of like mm-hmm. sort of snowsuit and fill it full of straw and walk around with that kid and like oh he's shy and like hold the bag for him. It's like say thank you and then the, obviously the straw kid says nothing, but they still oh, put the candy in. That's not too well. It's pretty. Good. It's a good idea, <laughs> but like there's no way you're gonna be able to pull that off. If if I can get my shit together this year I'm going as David Bowie from Labyrinth nice and my kids are going as monkeys nice. so if I oh man if I still so had a job I'd so be Frank I'll go as a god piece nice that I think weird the, I think that's uh, a wrap what do you oh, guys no, we, say we got statistics. I think the 28.6% uh, of audience that are female would like that costume okay nice. 28 really yeah 28.6% of our audience is female okay let, let's hear this data so, or data if you prefer. 28% is female, 71 is male, of course. <laughs> Leaving that 1% that, undefined. Yeah. Well, 28.6 like and 20, or 71.4, who cares? 0.4s don't count. Uh, and only one person skipped that question. Hmm. I don't know fact. They probably weren't a male or female. Probably <laughs> transsexual. Was that you? Yes. It was Liz. It was Liz Squiz. Uh, <laughs> most of our audience is between 21 to 29 years old. Cole. No, he's, what is he? He's 19. 19 <laughs> Only one of our listeners is 60 or older. What? Scarborough <laughs> Right. That's bad when you know by, like, exactly who that is. That's a pretty small sample size, I'm guessing. Man, if, yeah, and if then if 50 cost... to 59 is also one. Hmm. So that could be him as well. Uh, if it didn't cost $2,000, I would totally go to Australia and hang out with Liz Quiz. 90.7% of our audience are white. Surprisingly, how much? Ninety point seven. Oh, I thought you said nineteen, and I was like, no. So, so we're Who's actively eight? offending the other ten. Three percent, three point seven percent are Asian, and we talk a lot about how they have small dicks. Yeah. Well, they know. They're aware. One point nine is black, and one point nine is American Indian or Alaskan Native, whatever that means. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then someone else put one for one person answered multiple races. What? Nice. And we can see responses here. We can uh, detail how they did. Uh, Jewish. Someone put a question mark. That is a race there. <laughs> is Jewish a race? I'm, I'm undecided. <laughs> I'm Russian, you Canadian assholes. <laughs> Hispanic and Hispanic. Sweet. I love our listeners. Uh, White men virtually all. Bienvenidos al countdown. I love our non-white uh, fans, especially. Cause do they, you know who they are? I don't think you really love because, them. No, I do love them. Because they <laughs> fucking right earned it. You know, they put up with, well, Picard. All this. Let's, let's yeah. fix it. Uh, most people found the podcast through another podcast, such as Keith and the Girls, Squid Pod, XO, Dicks and Janes, etc., or through one of us. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Makes sense. Where else would they find it from? Uh, Internet advertising? Well, do that. uh... Through one of the guests looking for a po- comedy podcast, looking oh, for like. a video game podcast, which was eight <laughs> percent. <laughs> I like that they hung around. That's nice. I like that eight percent. I'm glad we got you eight percent. Some of the responses were McNally recommended by posting an episode under Ham Radio, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. someone else put John Lashinsky, which is me. Well, that, that is you. you. <laughs> How often do you listen to our podcast? Extremely often. Fifty-five point four percent. So nice. only half of our audience actually listens to us. Yep. Hooray. Uh, oh, not at all often, 1.8%. <laughs> Among the people that would take the survey, I would, that's not surprising. <laughs> totally. So is this survey still open? Because like, Yeah, I posted it to Twitter today, so these may change, but there okay. actually there have been two more replies since I posted it. So Don't okay, forget to cool. upvote us on Reddit. 
Yes. <laughs> yeah, we got a Reddit account. I think I just saw go. To, yeah, go to our Twitter and you'll read. Yeah, about and, by, it. and by the way, maybe we can just do our Twitter handles. Follow us at Vinyl Countdown. I write hilarious things on it. Uh, Picard I, is Picard one hundred two. I'm at Squidpod. Craig is at Craigor. Craigor, hold on. Craigor with a zero, not no. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, elite. I am at that Jew of Malta. Mm-hmm. Racism and. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no. Keith McNally. Brad no. is at go fuck yourself. Yeah, exactly. Com. How would you rate our podcast? Uh, Sixty-six point seven. Like it very much. Oh wow! God. Three point five percent are neutral. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the rest hate it. No, they're in between neutral and like very much. Oh okay. Only one point eight percent is lower than neutral. Well, anyone who hates it, wow. not really listening. How much I mean, do you I'm like? Sure uh, how would you rate our videos that we do? Three point six percent do not like at all. <laughs> Well, we so haven't bad. done a video in two years, though. Uh, 3.6... 36.4% 6, like it between neutral and like very much. Only 25% like it very much. Mm-hmm. So I it's think a, we stopped doing them. It's hard to... I wonder to where like this it is. Much uh, How much do you like our website? 44.6% like the website. Thank you. Less people like the website than like the podcast. It should be 100%. That's a gorgeous website. Yeah. I no. did notice that our website has no quick... Maybe somewhere it should just say quickly what Vinyl Countdown is. Just, maybe. But yeah. anyway. Oh, let me interrupt these stats it. for one moment just to say this is what you'll get if you follow at Vinyl Countdown. Top 10 Power Shake flavors. Number one is my puke. It's so awesome. Number two through nine, who cares? You some loser? Get with the best. You can have hilarious shit like that. That's I don't have true. a job. Go on, Ricard. Uh, our guests, 45.5% are in between neutral and like very much. <laughs> yeah, mm. thing so people like our guests, I guess. Less than half. Yeah, like well, you're not going to win. 30% like I it very sucks. much. Who are, who are our guests? Kaboom? Kaboom, Onizzo, uh, Alex. Onizzo hasn't been on in like seven, eight we months. We could get on. We could use some more guests. How likely would you be to recommend our podcast to people you know? Okay. This, this is an interesting one. <laughs> this is a good question. <laughs> yeah. Extremely likely, 17%. Well, well, that's not surprising 17? at all. Maybe you should do that, assholes. Very likely, podcast. very likely, 16%. Okay. Moderately likely, our highest uh, voted one, 30%. If we just got our shit together, then not likely at all. Ten percent. <laughs> it's a private okay. guilty pleasure for So them. other than you ten percent, how about you guys fucking recommend our podcast to people? And yeah. uh, then something <laughs> happens, I don't know. Give me a beer too while you're at it. And then we had an area for additional comments. Oh nice. Uh, so these will be the gold. Okay. Oh. Here we go. Yes. Like Scarborough Dude, I have listened to every show. Great show, guys. Excellent. Who's, who's that from? God, podcast. I don't or... know. It doesn't say. It, oh, okay. It's either anonymous. Oh, okay. Uh, more base, more ball caps and windbreakers. Uh, did you do that? <laughs> no. Who did oh, that? Why would I want that? No, I, I want less that. of that. I didn't do that. <laughs> this podcast has introduced me to Keith and the girl, Dixon Jeans, and XO. It's kind kind of scary to think what I would be like if I hadn't found this podcast and the others. What the Thank you for everything, Keith. XO especially. Keith yeah. I suck dick for crack money. <laughs> I I want to hug that person. <laughs> they don't, Joel. Do you think they listen while they suck dick for crack money? Mm-hmm. Put their headphones in and take, we take them away to a land where they that, don't. That's probably the group that would not likely recommend us at all. Mm. The crack sucking uh, people. You don't know that. <laughs> I yeah, suck crack for dick. You interest with clients. Exactly. Uh, monogamy, manana, manana, mana. mana, mana. 
I probably wouldn't recommend it to any of my friends, as most of them don't have my sense of humor, or get, in quotation marks, the kind of funny you guys put out. See, what what is up with these people and their friends? Yeah, their friends are dick bags. Find new no, friends. No, but they're not, yeah, like, I'm, I'm with Joel here. They're yeah. not wrong. This yeah, show is they're, they're not wrong. Pleasure, well, they're, they're, they're not wrong to not recommend. They're wrong to have those friends, is what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, no, get good friends. No, 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 their friends also listen. They just don't <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. They're all, <laughs> they're all secretly hiding it from each other. That's like, I watched a, a behind-the-scenes thing about the creation of Seinfeld, and that was one of the studio notes, was like, George and Jerry are too much the same. And Jerry was like, well, why else would they be friends? Like, all these bad sitcoms are like the wacky, you know, oh, here's the black Rasta man that hangs out with the nerdy white nebbish dude. Like, no! Yep. Your friends are like you. That's how you get by your friends. Tell me more about this odd couple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if things get bad, line right down the center of the, oh, of the apartment. Really? It's Chalk. Chalk crazy. Chalk along the apartment. Wow. Yeah. Chop jizz. We had a lot of comments. I'm glad you put up this survey. It's this one. Yeah, and yeah. then the rest are more weed wisdom, and you guys are the tops. Well, well let's talk to Mike about weed wisdom. Well, I, yeah, I, I think weed wisdom. I've is, tried to do weed, I, weed wisdom, and I just get high, and I don't have anything to say. Yeah, I think Mike's the only one that can do it. And even before his recent disappearance to Space McDonald's, I mean, yeah, he was clearly just kind of done with. You know what? <laughs> you know what I find really funny though is this really feels like a season two wrap up. Yeah, yeah. Season like, two, it, this is like season three, man. I guess, yeah, a wrap-up of season two. Yeah, I guess it's yeah. closing up. Well, we put the survey out in, like, 2011. It's but, 2012. Yeah, we're, we're coming over. up on, like, the, the second year of our podcasting. Yeah. Like, we've just about done two years of yeah, this. Yeah, this is the season It'll be almost three up. years. Because yeah. I've been gone for two Christmases. You did two Christmas episodes without me that sucked. No, because... He's <laughs> not wrong. But the reason I know this is because Jet was born... After we started the show. That might be a better metric to determine you. So I always know how old the show is by how old my son yeah. is. How old is He's coming up on two, so this show is now two. That's a good thing it had him. He's, he's yeah. hit that, uh, mm -hmm. I mean, Otherwise, Joel will, will, will confirm this. Jet's hit that shy phase. Yeah. He's being yeah. Chai? He likes chai tea? Yeah, he, no, he's shy. really into like, chai tea. Shy. Yeah. Talk to anyone. It's weird, because, yeah, like I went, I babysat like two weeks ago. Well, no, he'll he'll warm up, but it takes like a good hour. Like yeah, you, you it's definitely like he wasn't like that before. It's just like an old TV that you have mm -hmm. to like. Yeah, you gotta wait yeah, for like it to warm up. Yeah, like the last time, the previous time I babysat, he was totally willing to like hug me and shit and. Yeah, and, and this time, like, now he's like, like no, but but he's kind of like. He's not opposed, he's just kind of doing so he's it. Shy. He's shy. He was very affectionate and huggy with you, and now he's weird and standoffish and he doesn't feel comfortable around you. Oh, Craig. Yes, yeah, it's not about me, it's about you. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, grab a slice. Yeah, uh, go, go to vinylcannon.ca and write stuff on the contact form and send us stuff. Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. Let's take grab a slice. Season two out! Yeah. Got a, got a final send-off part, Keith? You good? Yeah. No.